brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. They say the meek will inherit the earth. We say the nerds are already in control. Welcome to the Frackin' Nerds, episode number 127. Brought to you in part by the Destination Comics. I'm your host, Doc Martin. Joining me on the show today... Mike Hayes, what's up, you weirdos? (laughs) And also... Big Brian V. I know we're doing this on a Monday, so we're actually we're able to get uh, Brian V here for the show, which is nice. He's our comic book guru, so any comic thank book you, questions, you. he's always good to, to jump in there. Well, there's going to be a lot of Spider-Man news today. You can get your HBO Now standalone, but it's going to come with a catch. And a new Robin has emerged in DC. So our Twitter question sets up, who is your favorite Robin? Let's start off with Hayes. Hayes? We were talking about Damien earlier. Yes. Damien Wayne as a little uh, asshole Robin's pretty entertaining. Uh, but I actually love the transition of Dick Grayson. Uh, for what I do know, and I, my knowledge is limited in Batman besides some of the major stuff, but the I like the story of Dick uh, coming into his own, realizing the thing, um, and then having to rehash and go back and do the thing be the person that he didn't like growing up mm-hmm. when he had to become Batman uh, and for for the sake of when Bruce was gone. I think that transition was really cool. Okay. Uh, I like all that stuff. Brian? I totally agree with all that. I can't can't go wrong with Dick Grayson just because, I mean, not only is he a Robin, but he's Nightwing. So right. lots of people with Nightwing is their favorite character. So mm-hmm. um, I think there's a couple that are arguable, but yeah, I definitely say Dick Grayson, man. He's the OG. I'm going Damien because he's such an asshole. He's so funny. <laughs> yeah. he's, even to Bruce, like yes. when he first met Bruce. That, man, I'm telling you, you gotta if you haven't watched it. If you, the son, I think it's called Son of Batman, DC yes. animated movie. It is so good. <laughs> DC's so animated movies are on, on point. point. Oh, they, they are, are on point. Yep. yep. Well, Will I Am says he wants you to stop and think before you 3D print a human. <laughs> In an interview with Desm, Will I Am is pushing a new agenda calling for new laws to stop an uprising of 3D printing humans from sowing the seeds of our society's <laughs> moral collapse. This is what he said. Eventually, 3D printing will print people. And I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying what facts based on plausible growth in technology. Well, maybe they should hopefully don't print a Will I Am song. <laughs> or another uh, Will I Am. Yeah. <laughs> That's just goofy. It's just, well, one... Yes, it's possible. I think there, at some point it's going to be possible. I think we're going to be we're going to be at a point where we reach a level of creation, and creation technology and ambition that we will we will achieve that. They have all the parts now. You can pretty much make. They're in line to make. They could three D print any almost your organs, all your limbs. Yes, uh, and pretty much anything. Yeah, and the, uh, but people are scared of artificial intelligence taking over. I'm scared of real intelligence taking over <laughs> because you, you can you can make a baby and teach it all kinds of crazy shit. Well, yeah. And then it goes and fucks things up for people. Yep. Just like a robot may or, you know, mm. or an Android may. 
I don't know what the the fear of it is because it could turn into something great because we could learn a lot from it. We could. It's a, it's it, it, as long as we stay disconnected and we realize it's a piece of technology, we can use it for a lot of research, things like that. There's just other a lot of cool things with it. But it, to be scared, more scared of artificial intelligence than real intelligence is ridiculous. Well, exactly because you have the artificial intelligence has to learn from the real the, the learn the real intelligence. Yes, yes, it is. It has to be implemented. So it's just like raising a kid. It's it's one of those nature nurture things. We're fucking with nature, but I think. It's not a bad thing as long as it's done in the right context, just like raising a child. There's no difference of a robot uprising than a country uprising and yeah, for the same agenda. Like Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that, I mean, that was a, a threat, you know, and it's it, it, whatever, you know, you can th- say what you want about all that kind of goofy shit, but it's just the same concept. It can be squashed just as easily as it can be created. Yeah, because I would assume that's that's what people are worried about. It's not like the one rogue robot that decides that it wants to kill people. It would be the whole nation of robots rising up and taking them out. So it has to have one central and it would ha- core yeah. that would control it. And it would take an asshole to teach that artificial well, exactly. intelligence to do that. It would have to be a human that has to allow it to get to where it's at and give it that information. <laughs> lots of guys out there would do it. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's well, lots of guys that would have played mad scientist. If, you know, what's it, what was it uh, from Terminator, the company? What's it called? The, uh, Skynet. Skynet. If they got sign-ups for Terminators, I'm already like a quarter there. So I am on the way. <laughs> I'll probably just you know kiss Casey goodbye and say, hey, listen. There is a Skynet that company in Japan. <laughs> yeah, no. it's, and I think they do uh, artificial limbs and everything else. You can well, like going back to the three D printing. Yeah, well, talking about the three D printing stuff, you can they can fully have print out for like one hundred and fifty dollars a fully articulated hand. Oh, really? Yeah, not can, that cheap, is it? It's not very much, man. Okay. For, it's it, it, it's it's uh, it's with the nervous system and everything in there. No, 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 no. I'm just okay. saying it's it, it can move that way. Oh, okay. It can move oh, okay. Way, like yeah. a just a robotic. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Like, Instead okay. of just being a, a uh, like a gripping like p- claw pincher, like, yeah. It's a a finger that can articulate. And okay. You can learn to use it. That's somehow. fantastic, though. If you think about it, that's think great. About how far science has came just in the last 25 years to be yeah. able to do stuff like that. Well, I saw a video. Uh, it makes that, it so affordable too. There was a guy who's. Who's uh, he implemented or put an implant in him where he could control a hand away from where I think he was like a cross country was in the hand was in London and he was over in the United States and he could oh, control it yeah. just by moving his hand in sensation and it just it's amazing they have those things that can link to your brain yes they have limbs that can link they have them linked to people's brains they're doing all that stuff to to, to reach that point so it's you know it's completely. I think it's great. I think it's going to help out so many people. Well, the way you can re- imagine all these little uh, uh, amputee children in a third world country. Yes. That can't afford a. My leg is a hundred thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. It's a hundred thousand. It's a beautiful piece of technology. I mean, for what it is and what it does. That's. I mean, what? But these kids don't need that. Not necessarily. But no. they can have a waterproof, a waterproof functional knee, ankle joint, hand, wrist, whatever they're missing. Oh, even part of their skull. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. And and, and they could and they could afford it. Someone helping them doing it, it doesn't. It wouldn't take a hundred thousand. Yeah, you just take a three D printer with the parts, and yeah, you're good to go. Exactly. Yeah, I think Crazy. it's I think it's a great thing. So, I think as long as I mean, just like anything, look at just like anything. If there's an asshole in charge, it's going to be fucked up. <laughs> Speaking of assholes in charge, if you are a typical torrent downloader and you use UTorrent, you might have signed up for a Bitcoin miner gotcha. that's going to be running on your computer. Gotcha. Gotcha. What? <laughs> They're just getting these people. Oh, I know. They're, what it does is it, it uses your processor of your computer to uh, to 
Bitcoin and create if you guys you know what Bitcoin is right yeah, yeah okay yeah. so what it does it's is the it, end of the world <laughs> I don't think it's the end of the world I thought that's what all the Christians say the world. <laughs> everything's the end of the world in regards <laughs> to the Christians something's they, they they want it so bad I'm sorry they're like, they're, I'm sorry I should well no I'm not that's the one thing I never understand <laughs> and we're gonna go on a tangent there with Christianity when they're like they want the second coming of Jesus and they're like oh it's we hope it's soon it's like no do you realize that you're all going to die when the second coming of Christ. And according to your book. According to your book. Mountain Doom erupts. So why, why do you want that to happen like now? It's well, just, they don't get the point that it's all symbolic and we're all Jesus and we're all representation of his good moral and all that stuff, you know. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody fi- finds their own way. Yeah. So, yeah, if you uh, – they said that uh, it was – you would sign up for it without really knowing that you were signing into it. Uh, they've gone back and looked at it. It is something you would have to uh, – to, uh, to join opt in, out of. opt out of, yes. That's the one thing. When you download, pay attention to what you're clicking because they'll have it clicked for you. Yeah. As you click next, and you're not realizing. Well, you're that. also downloading stuff illegally. Like I get you. I understand. You're trying to work the system, and you get your get what you want. But you're all you gotta pay. You gotta pay for it sometimes. That's a torrent. Will bite. <laughs> yeah. What's a torrent? Well, a torrent. What it originally was set up was a way that it would split files up into a multiple computers, like Napster. And yeah, it's like yeah, Napster. Yeah, and then you share would just, music back you in would the just day. Pull from different locations. Before it was illegal, I didn't do it. Yeah. Before it was illegal. Yeah. It was Napster. always illegal. I've never Napster done shared. it. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I don't. When it comes to like, I do. Most, ra- I would rather pay. I pay for most wrestling DVDs. I buy them. Right. I don't or, or get digital download. I don't. I don't steal it. I feel. I feel like supporting the people if I like it that much. Oh yeah. See, I, I, like, I like. I'm not a big. Stream, I like guy. streaming services. Oh, uh, that's. I'd rather just. That's have that. what everything's going to go to, man. Yeah, we yeah. preach that all the time, but that's that's where it's headed. But then the other problem with running running that is like when we'll talk about HBO now starting up. Is they're going to be so split up? How much are you willing to spend a month? To have all these different services, and you know, AMC is I think talking about having yeah. their own service. Well, everything it's just from my own experience the last two or three years, except for movie wise, everything comes to Netflix or Amazon Prime. Everything TV show wise, Hulu too. Yeah, everything's like, gonna yeah, hit them. It's, it's one of those three between one of between those three, you're gonna get to see everything. Yep. The good thing is they're all competing now and getting this good original programming. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, it's fantastic. And prices will be fair, I think too. The more they come out and the, and the better they go, I think they'll they'll that'll. Well, I'm just saying that they can't. HBO's not, already one trying of them to not, jack it up. They'll try, but I mean, what are you going to do when you have all these other options too? You know that. So you know. Well, they'll pull their older stuff. Like some of Showtime, HBO had some of their older stuff still hits Netflix. Really? Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they could do that. So mm-hmm. I mean, they could start pulling that. Like I know that they keep their their new stuff. Like I don't think there's. You have to pay per episode for like Voodoo and things like that for certain TV shows. Their first ones, like Hulu Plus, is really good, but some of the stuff doesn't even go to Hulu Plus. You physically have to go pay for it. Like I know, I think once say the Last Sons of Anarchy, when it came, when it would debut, it wouldn't hit Hulu Plus. You had to physically go to Voodoo or one of the pay. Yeah, that's that's under. The, you have to wait. Contract. It's delayed. Do. Yeah, it's delayed. You because have to they want to make money. Outside of you just off of the TV shows, yes. well, yes. they, the people are you know switching to they're getting rid of their cable and they're going to these services. But then if once you get eight, seven or eight services, exactly. you're paying for your cable again. Yes. It's the yeah. same hundred fifty dollar cable bill. Mm-hmm. So you got to give. I, I personally, there's only certain things I watch, so I don't have to worry about. And they're all pretty much on the things that I have access to. Yeah. I think if I have Netflix, Hulu, and that HBO Go, I'm set for a while, for me personally. Oh, especially like the Hulu. I got rid of it basically because of most things I watch live on cable. So yeah, you know, or I'd get watching within the week they come out. I'm a binge watcher. 
Oh, I like, I like to wait. I like to wait. <laughs> but then I get stuff stuck like my seven episodes of fr- of a uh, what's the vampire the strain. I have seven episodes I never watched oh, okay. of that still sitting on my DVR from when the, the season wrapped. Oh, yeah, I'm notorious for that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a and TV then do you just go back and delete it, or do you just wait and, and maybe hope to catch up? You know, it's kind of hard. I just restart. <laughs> hey, I just restart. Yeah, just go back at it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've already segued to stock. I'm sorry. Do what? I already segued us. I'm sorry. I'm notorious. No, man. it's okay. That's the whole point of the show. We always segue to something no else. bad, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, technology is coming through with like the uh, Back to the Future, Mr. Fusion type of device is being made. It's a so-called bio-battery designed by German scientist. It's, it's uh, for the environmental energy and safety technology where it will consume anything from human waste to coffee grounds and spit it out as electricity. Awesome. Yes. That's great. Uh, originally, a lot of these devices that were being made to, you know, biodegrade and create energy would only be able to utilize one type of source. Yeah. Now, this you could just throw in anything, like the Mr. Fusion, all know, the banana peel. All this bullshit we waste. All yes. the food that's wasted could actually be used for something else. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. And we can quit digging into our own planet and stripping it of what it's ne- or its own blood. That's like digging into your head. And stripping out your brain fluid. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're not, we're not looking for technology to help us offset all that. I mean, we're just, we're running, going to just run it dry anyway. Yeah, you're just gonna, we're going to look like the moon. Yeah. Like the coal fracking and shit, man. It- Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Yeah, exactly. When I read about that, I'm like, man, come on, there's other shit out here besides coal. Are you kidding me? Coal makes so much money, that's why they do it. You can well, power yeah. things with farts probably better than you would with coal, for real. Like, that's, uh, it's, when... Th- Tesla back in like the early 1900s said that the earth, he knew back then that the earth had its own vibra had a vibration mm-hmm. it had an energy vibration that if with the right technology, if we reach that point, we could channel it for power. Right. That's why he said, yeah, you can do nuclear stuff, but you're idiots. That's stupid. You're just going to fuck shit up. Yeah. For real. You're probably all going to fuck it up somehow, which they did. Uh, Fukushima, nuclear bombs, mm-hmm. everything. It's all right there in front of it. This is perfect. This type of stuff is perfect. Using all the stuff that we waste, our human waste. Right. Uh, our, the food that we waste. Everything. Anything that we can turn into that it would be wasted, turn that into energy. So we're so not wasting turning it. negatives into positives. Exactly. How can that be wrong? Well, see, this is the one thing I never understand is like if you're building a new house, it should be law that you have to put solar panels on them. Yeah. That should just be that. You build but a new house, solar panels. Well, But the thing is, it's going to offset cost. I mean, yeah, it costs a little bit of money at the beginning, but you're already putting yourself in a loan or something a, like it's that. It's a courageous big step that our um, the world is attempting to take, but I think our I, they're trying. Is she, is she coming in on it? <laughs> a little bit. Oh, that's, awesome. that's awesome. I don't know. They're having a huge argument. I don't know what they're arguing She's about. She's just laying it out. Cool. Just a promo. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I think I think it's gonna be it's gonna tank someone. We're gonna have to weed out that really that dark vein in our society that holds us back from progress. And it's gonna take one person having the courageous leap to say, "All of you all can kiss my butt." Yeah. We're, we're just gonna, 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 have, to, this, gonna this have to pull better. the band-aid and just go. I'm not trying to be a dictator, but this is better. Right. This is science. Right. This is agreed. I know a lot of this makes you feel weird because you're ba- this our country's based off coal and oil and cars and all this kind of stuff. And we can still have all that. We just gotta find a better way to use it. Exactly. And, you know, but I, I think this is stuff like this is great. Of course it comes out of Germany or something. They, I think they we have, take everything from they, the Germans. I think there's a whole town where they <laughs> they put uh solar panels on all of all the houses. They and have towns with roads completely, made of solar panels. They're completely off the grid now. Yeah. This whole town that they, they put the money in. That's the goal. Own. That's the goal. So maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. All right. When we come back, there's lots of Spidey news. And uh, we'll talk about what rumors could be true and what could be false when we return on The Frackin' Nerds. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a big fan of the show. I bet you wondered, hey, what do those nerds think about the nerdiest things that are going on during the week? Well, then visit our website, FrackinNerds.com. FrackinNerds.com is a daily website featuring cool video, geek stuff to buy, and weekly TV and movie reviews. You can also follow us on Twitter at FrackinNerds or Facebook.com slash FrackinNerds to get the daily updates and when our podcast goes live. So remember, that website again is FrackinNerds.com. From New Japan to WWE, Back Row Hecklers is a comprehensive show that brings you news from the squared circle. Interviews each show will feature new up-and-comers as well as legends of the business. There will also be tell-all stories from the road as well as current news from WWE to the indie feds and everything in between. So it doesn't matter if you're a smart or a curtain jerker. Join us at Spreaker.com or subscribe to Back Row Hecklers on iTunes. On. There ain't no yellow suits like ours Government thinks that we're a threat They don't have the right to say You can't shoot laser beams out of your head We might have trouble getting laid I'm a mutant, not gay I think I made a mistake But I'm an X-Man, baby I was born this way Got myself in our school life one of the more popular X-Men, Hugh Jackman, could be very busy after X-Men Apocalypse wraps. Looks like the Wolverine solo film will start filming in early 2016. And it's supposed to hit theaters March 3rd, 2017. There's an unconfirmed rumor currently that Wolverine and Patrick Stewart, Professor X, will be teaming up. What storyline do you think? Maybe they'll do the origin one right. <laughs> what not close up Deadpool's mouth yeah not well not do everything that they did wrong in oh, the movie God. for the hour and a half that they did it or do you do old man Logan old man Logan maybe yeah okay I like uh, that one they could pull that off but man they or Fox rips Marvel and does the death of Wolverine sorry 
They could do that, but they'd have to have Jeremy Renner come over and play Hawkeye because Hawkeye was a big part of Old Man Logan. Yeah, but then in Millar was the one that wrote Old Man Logan, right? Yes, and he is the one overseeing Fox, right? He's got finger touches on everything, like when it comes to cinema wise. Like he'll yeah. be in the middle of a book, and they'll be like, "Oh, guess what? Mark Millar's new thing." <laughs> but both his last two MPH and Starlight, both are fantastic. So, oh, okay, yeah, they're both fantastic. I think I think the bridge will be the that that the the Marvel Marvel pulled it off with Sony, which I thought was probably more improbable than Fox. Yes, I think it's possible. I, totally I think it's possible that they'll bridge that gap, and I think we'll probably get some really good shit uh, I, I to think close out with that. Money wise, they're going to have to. They see the cash cow that's in front of. Well, them. I think Fox will see what happens with Sony. Yeah, and realize what benefit that makes. They're already talking about. I mean, we'll get. I guess we'll get to it. But the, some of the stuff that I heard about what's going to happen in the first Spider-Man sound, they're the next Spider-Man. I guess the the one they're going to make. It right. sounds amazing. And Another it's they bridge that gap. Yeah, but it's okay. I don't. You know, whatever. I, the people get all rebooted, but it's like whatever. Uh, the like there's rumors of Wolverine popping up in Deadpool. Yeah. Yes, just all these great. I mean, that's awesome. Which he could because it's a Fox license. Hugh Jackman yeah, said, as long easily, as he's yeah, alive, yeah, yeah. no one else will have to play Wolverine. Okay. Yeah, I know. I love it. I love <laughs> that's that. awesome. I think I love that. I, I do too. Um, I think Apocalypse, Apocalypse would be great seeing uh, that him finally come to the big screen. I think that's gonna be one. A lot of people didn't understand that at the end. The Aboon Sir, they didn't understand that. People were like, "Oh," and I was like, "I was like, man, dude, apocalypse." Yeah, the only I was like, "Y'all don't even know what's coming." <laughs> y'all are sitting here, y'all don't even know what's coming. And the thing is, they're gonna have to have that. Uh, you have to have Archangel. You have to have Archangel. It has to be. Oh, it'll be better than uh, X Men Three when he's basically a Boy oh, Scout with oh, dove wings, and he. It's terrible. Yeah. Poor guy got. He got jobbed out so bad in that movie. <laughs> Angel's one of the originals, right? Yes. Yeah. And he got jobbed out hard in yes. X three. And he's yeah. a, and he went he's been through it. He was not only an X Men, but to go through what he went with Apocalypse, and that's a great story. I haven't read the, the Apocalypse story. Oh man, it's really good. There's so many different the Age of Apocalypse, they did a whole spin off, a whole mm-hmm. alternate reality yeah. before Apocalypse is basically the dictator of the world. Oh, wow. Yeah, everything. it's pretty yeah. great. And like Sabretooth has his own little pet, and like the lines are twisted. Like Cyclops and Wolverine hate each other. Yeah. Cyclops, the one of them leaves the other one to die. I don't know the whole details, but I know he takes Wolverine's hand. Like Rick Grimes and shit in the oh, Age really? of Apocalypse, <laughs> he's got a stump, and the other one's and the, got and claws. The, the power couple is Magneto and Rogue. Isn't yeah, that Age of yeah, Apocalypse? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, I think I, I'd be really excited to see if they because they're not if they're willing to re- just reset universes and do that time travel and alternate universe things, multiverse things. It'd be interesting to see if Apocalypse goes down if we see an Age of Apocalypse movie. Yeah. If it goes forward, if it's successful. Oh, if it's real successful. Yeah. I mean, not just an introduction of them, but we might see it in this movie, too. We might see those alternate realities go down where we see those power couple, or the, the power of the thing, and then the different uh, parent relationships that, ch- that shift in those in the stories. Oh, okay. The relationship with uh, Wolverine and Cy- Cyclops. That, I, it'd be cool. I think it'd be cool as hell. There's so much for them to do. I just hope they all bridge the gap and come to terms. So Marvel will quit killing off people and... <laughs> well, the, just the word from DC. I mean, DC hasn't been successful with their movies. And the word from DC was Suicide Squad. When you hear that roster, man, you're like, damn, that movie's going to kill it. It's going to kill it. So I, I guess it could fail, but I, I just think that they got a long way to go to, to catch up to Marvel, man. Marvel's, they've been building this universe, you know, and they already got right. shit planned out in waves. There's like 60 fucking comic book movies coming in the next six years, guys. I think what surprised me about Suicide Squad is how it's kind of tossed in 
like right after Batman versus Superman. Yeah. It's like it's not like that's something down the road. This is like, hey, this is our next film. It's something you're not completely understanding or but if you follow DC I or, like that they're doing it. Or if you follow Arrow, it's different. you know you know what it's all about. Just imagine the fucking roster budget on that motherfucker. Oh, Will yeah. Smith yeah. and fucking Jared Leto? Shit. Yeah. Do you think Will Smith can uh, dictate that much after after Earth and all that? Yeah. Dude, He's still he, Will Smith. Focus okay. was di- focus was awesome. He's Me done more good than bad. Yeah. I don't think Jared Leto's pulling. I, I, he's an indie guy. I don't he's think he's Joker though, dude. If he's Joker, see the picture. people yeah. love that guy. Yeah. People, my wife loves that guy, and he's got legions of fans that love his music. So you know, yeah, that's one of the th- that, that's another that was very smart on their part because he's he's going to branch out. He's going to bring so many different people to that movie because of all the girls that think he's the uh, uh, grew a godsend, up, and they grew up watching him on MTV. Yeah, they, yeah, did, 30, yeah, 30 second of Mars fans, actual his acting fan, all the things. It's gonna. I think the suicide my so called life fans out there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh wow! <laughs> he yeah. was the bad boy in that show. My yes. wife watched that when she was a teenager. If I'm you're in my, your late thirties, you probably yeah. watched it when you were a teenager. I totally so. forgot about that. That's pretty yeah. good. Uh, I liked him in Lord of War. He's pretty great. Joel yeah. Kinnaman. Uh, oh, that was Nick Cage's little brother, yeah. wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joel Kinnaman, who was in uh, RoboCop, uh, he's going to be taking over as Rick Flag. He, he was Alex Murphy. Yes. Oh, he's great. Yeah, that guy's good. He's playing uh, Liam Neeson's son in that new movie he's got coming yeah. out. He play, that's going to be good too, man. I really like the role. Liam Neeson Robocop. playing pretty much every, every role. Take it again. It's yes. just the, yeah, it's him just... fighting somebody else. It's fist him off. But you know what? I, it, when he goes up against good people, like they got Ed Harris playing the pro, the antagonist in this in this one, man. And, yes, and he's fucking good. There's so many people that don't get enough credit for their acting chops. Oh yeah, unlike Michael Keaton. Well, that's funny thing is, is uh, Hugh Jackman did say that he was inspired by Michael Keaton's Birdman. Oh, get the fuck out of here! Have you seen Birdman? I haven't. I need to though. No, you don't. Oh, it's no, very you don't. Good. I know. I like. Very it. Good. I, I'm a big it's Michael Keaton. Good. I was too, but about halfway big. through the movie, a third time trying to watch it, I was like, "Fuck this movie and fuck Doc, dude! I can't it do it." Crazy. I enjoyed the hell out. That's of my style you liked too. It? That's my style. Is it? I think, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'm not, you know, but you I'm an indie guy, indie movie guy. Actually, yeah, I okay. didn't really realize it, but I am. I That's do cool, kind of like that flavor. Yeah, I do. Mm. I do dig. I like I the gotta, random ones. I got to give him shit because I tried so many times to watch it, and he's like, "Oh, it's not the Avengers fucking tearing up buildings, so Brian don't like it." I'm like, "Man, <laughs> well, they make a joke of that." That oh they, yeah, they were like, "Oh, you know, nobody's gonna go see this because it's not making blowing up and yeah. million dollar I will, and stuff." Yeah, well, I think a lot of people set themselves up for failure for what they expect movies to be just because of what it looks like or yes. like one shot that they see. It's like, yeah, well, what are you, you guys, thinking? Just you chill guys, out. You guys have that production background behind the scenes, so you can appreciate that. Lots of film people that go watch movies could give a shit less of what that looks like technologically. I know, you know they're just, they're they'd another, much rather see special effects. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Going, that's that's yeah. why we have summer movies, that's so they they can go brainlessly into a movie, enjoy it, and then walk away. But you know, we all enjoy that stuff too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, I, I tried, but I tried. I honestly tried I've seen to watch Expendables it. in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the first one. I, I can't. I saw I saw the first two. I'm telling you, Tinseltown, five dollar seventy five cent Tuesdays. Me and my wife hit it up all. The oh, time. Uh, he's brought up Expendables. I didn't put this in the notes. They're making Expendables TV series. Yeah, I saw that. And they're apparently going to pull all like the- action heroes from the TV series to be on there. David Hasselhoff. I don't know. He hasn't been mentioned, but why not? Uh, who else? Who would be good? Who else would be good? I'm Mr. T loves uh, his mom. What's his name? Uh, Chuck uh, Norris could come back for uh, Walker. Yeah, 24, uh... Awesome. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Austin could do yeah. Jake, whatever. What's that dude? The spinoff from... Well, they're not going yeah, yeah, yeah. to do the characters. They're just going to... Don Johnson? Yeah, Don Johnson could. Would be a good one. And Tubbs. I didn't know that was Don Johnson's daughter in Fifty Shades of Grey. It makes yeah. me feel weird. Oh, yeah. Now. I didn't know that. She's asshole it. naked half that movie, dude. Is she? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Asshole naked, huh? Yeah. Okay. It's good, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, Aaron, she watched it. She was just like, yeah, it's it's a trashy novel movie is what it oh, is. Yeah. There's no filling. But the, but the ending, of the, they end it right at the right moment so that every woman in that audience that paid a ticket is going to pay a ticket to see the next one and oh, the next God. one. Yeah. They get them so good. It's so a clever. winner, man. It's a winner. If guys don't take their girlfriends or their wives to see that, then, you know, if my wife wants to see that, she sit through enough horse shit with me that, that she did not even mm-hmm. want to see, and she sit through it with a smile on her face. I can't go sit and watch that with her. Then I'm a prick. Well, no, no, you know? I understand that. I'm just thankful my girlfriend doesn't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's I'm thankful. Me. Yeah. I'm thankful about a lot of shit like that. Like, oh, uh, her buddies went with her for the Twilight. Oh, I went, you got I couldn't have done shit, it, dude. I'll do Twilight before Fish is Gray. For real. <laughs> really? I would, I would yeah. Oh. I would. I would. I would. That just looked ridiculous. <laughs> I can't get through Twilight watching the Rift Tracks version of it where they're just ripping on it <laughs> it's still so bad i'm like why are they playing baseball what is going on here uh, well i think i can zone out in twilight but okay. when there's just like just just brawl dogging on my on the screen i'm not like i'm just oh, like okay. that just, then it's just like oh it's all foo-foo though man if you ever watched over 10 minutes of a porn in your life you're watching this you're laughing at it you know okay. it's, it's a, there's grown women giggling in the audience while the shows <laughs> on they're like <laughs> it's the the banter between them was actually kind of funny it really was like she. Oh, in the so crowd. Much, yeah. I can't, <laughs> oh, really? I can't yeah, imagine. Yeah. I, the conversation. They should have been kicked out. I would have got the usher. Oh, like, there was a young hen squawking on their way out. <laughs> oh, 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 there's a scene in the movie. Where, yeah, there's a scene in the movie where she says something about no anal fisting or something like that. Right. And as soon as she says it, like the, there's gasps from. The, <gasps> <gasps> oh, anal fisting. <laughs> that shit's as fun to me as going. Only. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you introduce that. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, he has her sign a contract. He has uh, her sign a contract, and this right. is one of the things she has. She marks off the contract. Uh, so that's on the, on the list. Like, yeah, that's uh, on there. And she goes, "And why you got to go?" He sounds take... romantic. He, he just he's, sounds he's so a romantic. Special guy. Yeah. <laughs> the way he talks to her too, it's like you know he tries to be sexy and tough. If he wasn't a billionaire. Put a fucking Joe Smo in that position. Well, that's what he said. If he lived in a trailer park, he would have been arrested for all the <laughs> shit he did. Yeah, but since he's a billionaire, it's so sexy. It is. <laughs> Drew Goodhart is uh, rumored to be directing the new spectacular Spider-Man. I hate the name. And their talks of Sinister Six may be appearing in this. Everything that was being developed by Sony, including the Aunt May spinoff, which I'm terribly, oh, terribly upset that that's not going to be happening, um, <laughs> has now been scrapped. Uh, including the the uh, standalone Sinister Stick Six movie, uh, Drew Goodard. If you've not seen uh, Goodard, is it Goodard or Goodard? I think it's Goddard. Goddard. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to be just slaughtering the name the whole time. Uh, he did. He directed his first directing 
debut was the Cabin in the Woods. Very good movie, which we found out our own uh, Mike Mike Hayes here is not seen. I'm sorry. I mean, no, it's, it's okay. Doesn't end with like a unicorn or something crazy. That's in the movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just is... heard it gets wild. Well, the, uh, well, the great thing about the movie is it's 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 a very meta movie. It's it's. You're what the you're watching it as a typical horror movie where the people that are going to the cabin are being monitored and watched by these like scientists. The scientists are in essence the audience. Oh, and so they're like you know they're getting all excited when she's about to get naked kind of stuff, and oh. they've got this whole list where they're like betting on what creature is going to come from the basement, the item that they touched. The and, dad from Step Brothers. So it's all is set up. It, is. Yeah. But, well, what it is is they. What it is is this uh, company has to put these people through this uh, like horror thing and be killed to prevent uh, the apocalypse pretty much occurring. <laughs> like the, 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 the old gods, yeah, the old gods would swerves. rise yeah. if they don't stop it. That's some biblical shit, right? There's there. a swerve in the, like probably about an hour and twenty minutes in, and there's a swerve come, and this scene hits. And when this scene hits, this is the scene everybody talks about. It's the scene that makes the movie. It's where they open the doors. Yes, and it's the open every, the doors of the basement. Well, it's kind of it like uh, it's, imagine opening Pandora's box. Okay, I got you. Is yeah. it that kind of thing? But well, it's visually it's, very. Because the thing is, like, is you see what the fuck are we you watching? You see this list of stuff, like yeah. what they're all, you know, betting on, and you're just like, you know, and they get one that they pick, and you're like, fuck, I'd really like to see what the fuck that is. Well, towards the middle of the movie, you get to see what the fuck that all those stuff come out and yeah. start fucking shit up. Yeah, it's a like, different movie in the second half. Yeah, it's it switches from horror almost to like it has a little bit of campy feel to it, but it's yeah. almost like Kill Bill type scenes, but more. I don't really know how to put it. It has a, it's kind of over the top, but it's it's real cinema. cinema um, it's real pleasing to the eyes, and there's a aesthetically lot aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. And it's a it's it's a funny horror movie. It yeah. is not. It is typical a Buffy vampire type of yeah. episode. Okay, where you. you know it's it's I'll violent. Check it out. Oh, it's very. I think it may know, still Casey, be on. Watch it, but I'll, I'll watch it. I'll check it out. I'll, probably, I'll find it somehow. I'll watch it just cause, just because I want to know what this guy's about. Oh, he's really good, and, and apparently I've, I've heard great things about him. Joss Whedon was going to direct it. Uh, they were both writing it, and he goes, "Ah, I've directed a movie. Why don't you go ahead and you do this one? Since it'll be your but first still, time. I would I would hope that maybe Whedon just because of his uh, his thumb on the pulse of everything Marvel Cinematic. I would hope that he helps him with that. Like they, they, well, I don't know if he's still, like, when the Spider-Man stuff starts happening, what, what role will he have? Because I thought after Ultron, he's supposed to be done. Really? Yeah. Well, he could, well it was, it's kind of like Nolan, the way Nolan kind of snuck in there and gave him some elbow nudges oh, yeah. on Man of Steel. You know what I mean? Could be something like that. And also just knowing, because from what I've heard, one of the first things you see in the next Spider-Man is Spider-Man and Iron Man going at it as a test for Spider-Man and the Avengers. Yes, uh, and that's uh, that's awesome. But ha- having hopefully Robert Downey Jr. involved in that, hopefully, hopefully, maybe not, but hopefully, but having some of those, some of that vibe and some of that energy to pull from these guys that were, the, you know what I mean, from the Marvel Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe that have put so much into it to kind of give it and and kind of guide them so they can kind of, it's not so much a, it's more of a natural progression. And natural connection. Has Robert Downey Jr. not figured out that he could still make these movies? He doesn't even have to show up. He just has to do the voice acting. Yeah. <laughs> and they just CG the suit and whatever. Yeah, he wouldn't have to do any. Because he's already, most, some, a lot of those shots, his head CG'd on the suit. Yeah, exactly. Thing, when he's doing the, you know. When you Tony, could superimpose a lot of that one stuff. One of the most annoying things about, I've always been annoyed when Tony takes his helmet off in the suit. I'm like, man, 
Just leave it on. You look weird right now. <laughs> With it popped up. It looks very unprofessional. You look like a kid at Halloween asking yes. for candy. Yeah. But they Put your all, mask on. But, yeah, but, that, but he would be able to do all his Robert Downey, his, his RDJ stick as Tony Stark, and then they could just do the same thing they've been doing with Iron Man. Exactly. That's what somebody pointed out with the, the new Ultron poster they released last week. Where they're like, we get it. You're Tony Stark. Put your mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to be showing I'm excited face. for all things Spider-Man coming. I'm I, I'm into it. I hope I hope they're I hope they have the balls to uh, to give us miles. I, I really do, um, and I'm excited to see what they that do. may change because currently the rumor, the hot rumor now for the casting of Spider-Man is going to Sam Strike, who is yeah. a British actor who did EastEnders. Um, he's been guy is. dropping uh, dropping hints that he's going to be in a major major film that he's working out. Um, so that seems to be so what's his name? Sam Strike. Sam yeah. Strike. See, I didn't know the Charlie guy that's playing Daredevil either. But once I saw him, I was like, "Oh man, he kind of looks like yes. a, like a like a he looks like a 2015 Matt." Murdock. Oh, well, um, once again, why can't our American actors take? I these think roles? what the people I I, I googled him <laughs> and yeah. the news that popped up is that that big role he was hinting at is the new Leatherface. Oh, okay. why though? I know they're relaunching Friday the 13th. East Ender star Sam Strike and talks for lead in Texas and, uh, Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw prequel. prequel ma- oh, I so guess before he's Leatherface. All right. Well, once again, well, like we said, all these are rumors. Uh, yeah, I, come on. I know you're not. No one working for Marvel or anyone is listening to this. Maybe you do. <laughs> I don't know. But don't be dummies. Don't be dummies. Come on. Well, and then also take a chance with Miles. Please. You're setting up a new please new person out there. to. It's new. Yes. Then no one will really have anything to pitch about with the origin story because it's new. Like we talked about last week, and, and you also open it up to a lot of you know African-American kids. Ethnic kids, period. Yeah, they were just like, hey, we can be superheroes, Any too. Any kid that feels ostracized or judged or weird because they have brown skin in this country, which is very, which is the case for many, many children. Yes. This would be perfect for them. And this, it would be, it would do so much for so many people. It would just be the right thing. It would just be the right thing to do. And, and if you're looking for a new origin I love story, Peter. Yeah, just, exactly. just go. Just I, love go with it. I love Peter Parker, but come on. It's not just that. It's, he's, he hasn't been done. Peter Parker's been done television, movie, everything. Comics, everything. Yes. everything. So why would you not try a different, fresh route for 2015? Because, you know, you can tell that story from the 1960s because, believe you me, I'm a Spider Man guy. Mm-hmm. Steve Ditko and mm-hmm. Stanley Stan got it right. But that's not doesn't translate well into 2015. Yeah, you know the Daily Bugle with him running behind the school yeah. bus. All that doesn't doesn't relate well. Try you know go the route with Miles because it hasn't been done yet. Yes, exactly. And I, I would love honestly because of the way it happens in the story. And I, I would imagine if he's going to be in Captain America: Civil War, they're here, they're, they're going to do the unveiling of Spider Man live at the press conference, and he's going to make the speech and everything. I. I, they may not, and I, they probably won't, but I would love with all my heart if they did not announce who that actor was going to be and t- until that, oh, just, or, or, that's or, the showing. When, people, well, yeah, don't, when he takes the mask don't off. Don't say Spider-Man's in it. Is until, when you know, he, th- that's when you know who Spider-Man is. Yeah. Secrets like that are going to get viral. Kept, well, the, they could do the viral marketing. What I'd like yeah. to see is do the viral marketing of, hey, we hear Spider-Man's going to sign up for the thing. We hear Spider-Man's going to do the thing. Yeah. Whatever. And then that viral marketing is hinting at everybody, like maybe leave clues to who it may be, whatever. It would probably get leaked. It's probably not something they could hide, but it would be wonderful Given the nature of the story and the impact of Spider-Man in that story, and Spider-Man the- can only—it could be just a cameo. I'm proud of the Avengers. What they did with Vision just now—that was awesome. Instead of showing the whole picture of Boom. Vision, yeah. like they give you little teases at the end. Dog didn't like it. He said he's purple. 
I don't like his purple and green look. I do. Yeah. Uh, do dude, it's, it's, yeah. we're still we're getting the visions. 2015, we're getting the Avengers, and we're getting Vision and the oh, Avengers yeah. in the I, second movie. I think it's a it's a nice aesthetic translation of the weird red look. All right. You know, I, I really do. I think because there's so much red in the movie. Um, Iron Man, Cap has it. Thor has it. Everybody has some kind of like red on them doing the thing. But right. you know what I mean? Uh, I think that's just a nice color match. And I think it, it just looks good compared to everything else. Okay. So this is not a, it's just not something we've seen yet either. Any, they just, they're just so in the, you see the, the gym? Yeah. Infinity yeah. Stone right uh-huh. in his head. And they're yeah. just, oh my God, he's going to be so epic. Everything he does, he's going to win the fucking thing for him. He's going to be the one that stops Ultron. I guarantee it. It's going to be awesome. thing that's going to make me mad, and this is where the dickhead comic book nerd comes in, is that. Anybody that knows about Vision knows that he has the consciousness of Simon Wonder Man. That's mm-hmm. what's in him. Uh-huh. And Wonder Man has not been introduced yet no. in the movie. So there's no way that's I don't think be... I think they're cutting that out and it's going to be Jarvis. Yes, that's what it is. Because the... they've introduced Jarvis in the Marvel I Cinematic understand, Universe. but man, why? Well, it is Jarvis. they've already done it. Because the guy's... It's does Paul the, Yeah, it does the voice it's of Jarvis. Jarvis. And they, yeah. they introduced Jarvis in Agent of Carter for a reason. Yes. yes. Because but... I think what they're going to touch on is they, uh, you're going to find out that Jarvis is basically Tony's... Uh, Alfred, yes, and in a in a much in a much in a, in a slightly a very similar way, but different way, and their relationship is going to be different because of the death of Jarvis, the mm-hmm. original Jarvis, and he's that's where when Tony makes the thing, and then I think that's where all I think that's how they're going to tie all of it in okay. because Jarvis has a big role in Agent Carter. He has a very yes, big role, and it's I think there's a reason for that. I think there's a reason they put him over so much Ooh. because of this big debut in Ultron for him. Yep. And we just finished talking earlier today about artificial intelligence, so it's going right down that. I mean, that's what we started the podcast off with, and this vision's going right down that line. Well, that, you, that's not- what's beautiful about. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. These movies, as they yeah. touch on all these issues mm-hmm. immediately, this the national security issue, Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Avengers was an alien invasion, so whatever. <laughs> but... Winter Soldier, uh, national security, <laughs> that's a legit true. problem. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in this movie, uh, the, the progression, the dangerous progression of artificial intelligence when mm-hmm. no one's paying attention. Because yeah. Tony does this, it's a secret program. Yep. He does it and it's all over the world and no one knew. And that's the, the transparency of the government and its use of technology in this manner is the the, the thing they're addressing in this movie. And it's, it's going to be awesome because you're going to see how evil it can be with Ultron and you're going to see how great it can be with Vision. Because Vision is probably... Without being a human, he's one of the best people in their. It's two in their sides gr- of the same coin. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, you're yeah. getting the you're getting each the counter the counter argument for each of it because you see the you see the best qualities in each one or best and worst qualities. You see Ultron being a dick, but Vision's like an angel. Yes, mm-hmm. he's like a perfect person. He's so it, it, when, he he's a real, human. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, him he's, and, he's so spoiler. Him and Scarlet Witch are going to hook up. He's yeah, damn near like, like a monk. She's not like she's all there either. 
Oh, she's a crazy. Yeah, she's very crazy. She's cray cray. Well, the Captain America <laughs> Civil War, which is what we're talking about setting up. A lot of people are going to be in this movie, as we know. Captain America, Iron Man, Black Panther, Falcon, the Winter Soldier, Black Widow, Spider-Man, possibly. And uh, I think Spider, Spidey's confirmed. Is he confirmed? I think he's pretty much okay. confirmed. I think that was pretty much one thing they said is going to happen. And uh, probably Crossbones is going to be in there. Yeah, I hope. Uh, he's got to be. He's got to be. Now they're going to be adding Hawkeye will be yeah. in the movie. He's officially been announced. He's got to be, too. He's got to be, too. He's got to be in the project. Jeremy Renner, I hope, sticks around because Hawkeye's a big part of after when Cap, Cap dies. Spoiler alert. When Cap dies, Hawkeye's a very, he's a big player in that story. So I hope that. And well, I like Jeremy so Renner. So does Winter Soldier. Oh, I know. I know. I know. But it's, it's confirmed. Stan has, like, he signed on. He's only done a couple movies, but he has like seven more to do. Oh God, yeah. So it's uh, I, I think that they're I, hopefully that both of them stick in because uh, when they approach when they do the thing with Hawkeye after all that happens, I think uh, it's a good setup because you let you let him take over because uh, Chris Evans wanting to go direct. Yeah, he can go away. Doesn't have to be Captain America for a while. What, what Thank Chris, God. What if Chris and Evans comes back and direct? Uh, he's a talented dude. Well, yeah, he's a talented dude. I, what if he comes back and he's because I thought I've actually. I really enjoy. I, I did not know what to think at first with the. I, I stayed even keel when they casted him, mm-hmm. but I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed his take on it, the way he the way he presents Cap. I, I, he's a bit younger than what I would expect a Steve Rogers to be in that scenario, right? But I do I do really appreciate the what he's done with it, and uh, I hopefully I would like to see his because uh, he seems really creative too, Chris Evans, and he can hit so many ranges. I hope he could hopefully stay involved and. They, they they continue to grow the Captain America. Winter character. Soldier was his coming out film, though. I mean, that was the that's probably oh, yeah. people argue like that that could be off of him, yeah, that real. could be one of the you know people can argue with that up there with Avengers is one of the best superhero movies of all time. You know, and, and people can't argue with that. If people say the Winter Soldier is over the Avengers, you know, I personally it, think it is the best superhero movie of all time. Yeah, for story wise, so. yeah, I, I mean, think so. just how strong because it is. It, it be, it, it, I get the Dark Knight love. I get it. I really get it. It's a great movie. It is a great movie, but a lot of that love was the Heath Ledger death, mm-hmm. and that, a lot of that hype was the Heath Ledger death. And you can pick and you can pick apart every movie. Mm-hmm. Me personally, right. I just think uh, for content, uh, relevancy, execution, look, cinematography, acting, because everyone was so on point. That movie, it's the best one. It's de- I think it's definitely the best one in my opinion that Marvel's pumped out. Just total package wise. Because so many others had so many great aspects, but they may have been lacking somewhere else. But the vil- Winter Soldier's dope. Robert Redford's dope. I mean, the thing so is, is you, movie. You, you took it was a different type of movie. It yeah, you, you know, you like, took a movie that you could have like, taken really? everybody that were action here or uh, superheroes out and put them regular people as federal and, agents. And you have the same yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. It's a political thriller, and it's yes. great, and it's it's, rel- it's just so relevant. It's, it's exactly movie. what Brian K. Vaughn's doing with Saga right now. You could take that situation, that story, and put it in so many different things, and it would still work. The 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 success of these movies, though, it has to be an attribute to Ed Brubaker. Yep, Rick Remeter. Oh my gosh! Um, all the guys that uh, Mark Millar, who wrote Civil mm-hmm, War. Mm-hmm. These guys that wrote it, if they hadn't wrote it and brought it to comic book form, we wouldn't see the good shit we're seeing exactly. on the on the on the screen. Even though it's twisted and there's changes, and I try but to still, be a dick, we know it's still the basic principle idea. Ed Brubaker created Winter Soldier. He created that whole everything you're seeing with the arm. It's and, him. Yeah, it is him. It's it, him out there. So it's Ed Brubaker. It literally, those they look like in Winter Soldier. They took frames from Ed Brubaker's Winter Soldier story and put it in, in on the screen. And exactly. I, as a kid, I was just like, I almost. I mean, I'm, I did cry during that movie. It was just so damn good. I, I get emotional. It's so great, so good. 
Well, the guys who directed that movie, uh, Anthony and Joe Russo, is looks to become the uh, to direct and produce the upcoming Ghostbusters, the male version of it. I guess we have to say. Yeah. How are they going to separate the two? Okay, wait. Now we talked about this before we started. Yes. And this is you said this is uh, this Dan Aykroyd and Reitman. Yes, the they're thing? they're working on it. They originally had an idea that they wanted this to is, do. Are, for they, the third are one. they working alongside the the people creating the female Ghostbuster? movie to work together or is this like saying basically yet. no this is going to be based upon i guess the original idea yeah. of the ghostbusters maybe like a continuation of that story versus the female one is an all new yeah. retelling of the story rumor has it they're trying to get channing tatum that's gonna he's, he's, gonna he's be, won me over he's gonna be part of the group that is uh looking to figure out what they can do to make this work yeah. He's he's won me over. You gotta oh, have I, Bill Murray in it, man. I don't care. You gotta have Bill Murray. Throw the money at him. I know you people are like, oh man, we don't want to see him in this. If you don't, then how can you be a Ghostbusters well, this fan? Well, this is how you get Bill Murray. You have a really good script. Yeah. And, and you get really good in people involved. Yes. People that he will not be annoyed by. Yeah, if he trusts that. <laughs> you know, that's what true, kills yeah. it. So as long as you don't hire Lucy Liu, then you're good. <laughs> Why Lucy Liu? I think I think he just treated her like, from what I hear, he just, like, the, everything I read is he treated her like, is that, that's the one from, um, Charlie's Angels, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah he apparently he just treated her like dog shit. In, in what movie? In Charlie's Angels. Oh, because he was. Uh, he's uh, the gimmick. He's yes. the guy. That's why it was Bernie Mac oh, in wow. the next one. Oh really? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray's the man. Oh shit! I think he's my dad. So yeah, there, there's talks of uh, looking to do this. Uh, is this early? This is early, early. It just hit like today or yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the wow, the okay. news came out, so they're they're, they're grading a brain trust to see what they need to do to Sony to pull it off. You know, even though they're saying it's the same thing that they did with the Spider-Man franchise, that didn't go all that well. So, I don't know. Do you think they're doing this because of, you've got a, there's some polar feelings regarding the all-female cast, the Ghostbusters. Or some people are just like, oh, it's women. We don't want to see that, which, you know. That's the misogynistic yeah, part exactly. of fucking society that doesn't want to accept anything new because they're so, their egos and their childhood and all these things that they love so dearly to their heart are attached to these things so tightly because they can't really address anything within themselves. <laughs> so they get so caught up in change when they just, 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 if you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah, you still have the original version. You can still watch the ones you like. <laughs> yes. I watch them all the time. They're on TV all the time. I have the DVD. You don't have to watch this, if you, but just to outright generate hate towards it because that's a women cast and I don't get it. Well, that's probably why you're single, bro. <laughs> that's that you don't get a lot. That's why you live the life you lead. And you're, you know what I mean? That, that's just deal with it. Well, lots of people don't pay though, your money to see it. Lots of people though, if they have love for something and they grew up with it and they feel like it's being bastardized or, or Michael Bade, if you will, then sometimes it's kind of hard for them to sit back and like the star Wars fans, Wait till this movie hits. There's going to be so much fucking crying on the internet community. That's all like, they do. Oh, that's it's all they do. They need to get, you just need to grow up. Hey, listen, if you're one of those people, if I see you on Superhero Hype or some weird website, and, I, and I, you're one of those people I see that immediately starts shitting on something, you suck. You are a part of the problem because you don't give anything a chance. And the reality of it is, is you still pay your money to go see it. Generating negativity towards it because of what? Grow up. Just if you're going to hate and you have a legitimate reason, that's fine. That's a, that makes it a yeah, conversation. It, it offends it, me. This is it, racist. This is this is this is going too far because one of them this maybe one of them like gets like raped by a ghost or something weird or something <laughs> like this. I mean, this isn't the strangest thing that could happen on a movie. But if that offends you, I get it. But just being offended that the Ghostbusters are girls, get real. Yeah, get real. Oh, that there's is a so lot of people ridiculous. out there that as soon as it came off, there was a lot of people that were like. 
They got to do everything. Why don't they just make them all Hindu? You know, there's stuff like that. And I'm like, are you <laughs> maybe they should, asshole. <laughs> oh, it kills me, man. I'm, when I read the comments, sometimes I'm like, I just want to give me some popcorn and sit there for about 15 minutes and just read them. And I'm part of the problem because I read it, you know. I know. But it's so easy. <laughs> mad, too. I get, I, and I get mad at them. And I'm like, man, I'm a mark. I'm mad because like, they're making me read it. You know, they're, they're deliberately trying to be assholes to make me read it. Yeah. So, I mean, what are you guys thinking of the doing the uh, Channing? You know, Channing Tatum is a funny guy. I, I like him. I've enjoyed him in uh, The End. This is The End. This is the uh, end. Yeah, his, oh, his, yeah, yes. yeah, his cameo on that was great. What are you doing running over here? You should see him in Magic Mike. He can really dance. Well, he was a former stripper. I know. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't that his first movies? Weren't they those dance movies? Those step. Yes, they were. Like stepping step two, up. yeah, or something step, like that. Yeah. Like yeah I gotta say though that this is the end. Danny McBride. That was his movie, man. He stole that. There was nobody even in contention with him for Make acting. Make breakfast. In that movie. Is how you fucking thank me? <laughs> oh, the Green Goblin can get some more fucking bacon. Yeah. There's so I'll many. Come on, everything in here. All right, sorry, sorry. sorry. Right. No, it's all right. Is, if you haven't seen that movie, you should definitely check out. This is the end. So and, and, I bet hey, Matt ain't seen it. I bet you do. We'll play. We should play that game one day. Is what has Matt not seen? All right. Coming up, you might have finally cut the cord on your HBO service because HBO Now is available. But there's a catch, and we will discuss this when we return on The Frackin' Nerd. Hey, wrestling fans. This is your high-flying hood ninja, Isaiah. Look, none of us ever expect to get in trouble. Whether it's something like a traffic ticket or something major like a felony, we never know when we might desperately need help. That's why I strongly recommend to you the services of my friend, Attorney Ron Aslam. Ron will fight for you. Ron has the experience and the know-how to help you in your time of need. Now listen to me. Take out your cell phones. Now, plug this into your phone. My attorney, Ron Aslam, he is at 502 581 162 Seven six again. That number is five zero two five eight one one six seven six. If you need help with a traffic or criminal matter in Kentucky, trust the guy I trust, Ron Aslam. This is an advertisement. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a big fan of the show. I bet you wondered, hey, what do those nerds think about the nerdiest things that are going on during the week? Well, then visit our website, FrackinNerds.com. FrackinNerds.com is a daily website featuring cool video, geek stuff to buy, and weekly TV and movie reviews. You can also follow us on Twitter at FrackinNerds or Facebook.com slash FrackinNerds to get the daily updates and when our podcast goes live. So remember, that website again is FrackinNerds.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chum. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. First name Simpson, first name Bud. I'm here today to introduce the next phase, the next step. I know we're doing this show kind of a weird time and day. We normally do the show on Sundays at noon, or 2 o'clock, not noon. Uh, but uh, with my recent uh, doing a lot of baseball games at the University of Louisville, has caused it to be all kinds of weird times when we do this. So right now it's going live. Pay attention to us on our Facebook page when it does go live, and you can join us in the chat room and talk to us on the Spreaker app. All you have to do is go to Spreaker.com and uh, look for Fracking Nerds, and also check us out on the Back Row Hecklers. Our own, one of our own Back Row Hecklers is actually on talking to us on our chats location right now. Oh, cool. That'll be old Joshua from the East Coast. Joshua Carabello's listening. Thanks, Josh. Yeah. He's probably listening going, man, I would say this right now. Yeah, I, I would say that right now. Because <laughs> I know he knows about everything we're talking about. Yes, he does. It's funny. Well, uh, Simpsons producer Sam Simon just passed away today. He had been dealing with cancer since uh, February 2013. Uh, colon cancer is what he was uh, dealing with. He gave away all his money mm-hmm. in the last few years. Uh, big contributor to uh, to a lot of the uh, dogs and animal shelters because he was a big animal person himself uh, he was one he originally come up with the developed the idea of the Simpsons with Matt Groening mm-hmm. and uh, they were both working on it on the Tracy Ullman show he also worked on shows like he was a showrunner for taxi at the age of 23 Shoot. he Fantastic wrote for show. and produced cheers the Drew Carey show and the uh, one of the George Carlin series that was on Fox in the mid 1990s. So he he accomplished a lot for his time. He was uh, 59 when he oh, passed away today. That's uh, a young man, and everything that you named is like top of the food chain. Like Taxi was top of the food chain at that time, yep. and then Cheers. Like I don't know how it said, didn't it set a record for like primetime Emmys for comedy when it first hit it was big I mean it was one of the first shows where they started like the must see TV where you you they they wanted people like it predates Seinfeld and stuff where people would want to watch the new episodes as they came on well I think the must see TV that was on uh, what Thursdays Uh you had Cheers and like the Cosby show yeah 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 yeah. it was like huge and then um, or something else too I want to say it was a movie Maybe the tail end of Family Ties or something. I know there's like two or three shows in a row right there, back to back. Oh, oh no, Family Ties, I think, was on Sundays. Earlier, if I can maybe. remember correctly. Yeah. This dude was awesome. He did a lot. Of, I mean, just just the uh, giving of himself yeah. uh, on, you know, at the end of his life was an awesome thing. You know, helping out a lot of people with uh, the charities that there's he worked with. a lot of with. Simpson marks out there, man. I know a lot of people that love The Simpsons. Yes. Uh, you're a big Simpson guy, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I love The Simpsons. It's a big part of our TV history. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I never was a huge Simpson guy. Just... It changed the face of, his, of TV history. Well, I mean, the first eight seasons of Simpsons are very, very good. And now it's hit or miss. I still watch it every 
every week, but uh-huh. it's you know, especially if it's a Lisa episode, I I quickly will change it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it it set us up for a lot of uh, intro societal introspective comedy from cartoons very much so yeah they kicked that off and made people take it serious like as funny as it was you had to give it respect because they were so on point with everything they were talking about oh god yeah yeah i, I think the simpsons because i love south park so much and i cannot i have weird. to believe that those guys watch that growing oh, up oh yeah if there was no simpsons yeah i doubt if there'd ever you been know? a south park and i and th- with this guy sam i just i'm a big animal lover I, I love my dogs i have three dogs uh captain america bucky and bruce banner are their names. <laughs> um but to be, it's. It, I think it's very telling of his life because he spent so much time making people laugh. All he did was. I, I hope it seems like most of his life was spent generating or creating some type of some type of positive energy to share with people. And I'm glad he just continued to do it, regardless. He obviously understood that death is just a part of the process, and he just lived his life until it was over. And, yes. and he's he's probably in whatever other dimension we travel to afterwards, and he's probably having a great time because he lived his life so well here and learned so many cool lessons. And it's a shame he's gone from from this part, but. Uh, it's a, he obviously did a lot of good while he was here. He definitely left his mark in this world, and yeah. uh, it'll still be felt much, much after we're gone. Yeah, with what he's created and what he's been a part of. Yeah. Well, Apple announced today that they have landed the HBO streaming service as their launch exclusive. So now you can get HBO Now, which will cost uh, fourteen ninety nine per month. You can actually order it right now. And uh, those who subscribe in April will get their first month free and have the service in time. Oh, I'm sorry. It starts It starts in April 12th. Oh, I'm sorry. That's when Return of, Games of Game of Thrones comes on. Yeah. The week before that is the season finale of Walking Dead. And they finally got smart and just, yeah. you know, hey, yeah, let's not put the, the season Remember, finale of The Walking Dead versus. Felt such inner turmoil. <laughs> Uh, the problem with it is you will have to have an Apple device like an iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, or Apple TV to be able to use HBO Now service. That won't be long, right? That's Yeah, they'll switch around. Somebody will get an app or something because like, I know you used to not be able to do iTunes like if you had an Android. Now you can, I'm pretty sure, right? Well, I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. Yeah, I think there's an app. Where... Well, there's always an app for that, but... Yeah. I mean, because I've had people tell me we can't listen to your podcast on iTunes because I have an Android phone. I'm like, well, just go to Spreaker. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah you can download it. For, we have multiple sites that you can actually download. I think I know. Uh, I, if I have a list, I, if I, HBO smart. They won't just stick with Apple. There's it's there's, probably a gimmick I, at first, and then that, I, well, what I think they did is they got probably a lot of money to offset whatever costs that they would need. Now, yeah, that's they're true. charging Apple more could to pay to keep it. I think. Yes. Well, I mean, look do. how long AT and T had the iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, that's three true. To three to four years before yeah. they went to everybody else. Well, right now, I mean, it's costing. I want to say I don't have my cable bill in front of me, but HBO is the only the only one I keep year round. It's the only pay. Everything else I dump unless like there's something like when Dexter was on, I would pick up Showtime so I could watch it. But HBO, and I want to say with the other packages I have and with the things I have, it's thirteen dollars a month. So it's, it's about HBO. Yeah, it's like about fifteen dollars a month. Like, like twelve ninety five. So I'm still a little cheaper with my cable, having the cable and getting it that way. But if if you want to watch, say you've never watched Game of Thrones because you had you don't have HBO and you don't want to pay for HBO, and then it's worth it just for that one series. Yeah, and there's <laughs> yeah. hundreds of other series. If you've never seen The Sopranos, you've never seen The Wire, even though they're both dated shows, both those are TV shows that when you ask someone who's watched television for a long time, those two shows predominantly come up as one of the, two yeah. of the best shows in 
television history. Oh, I agree with you. On and that. New, I think Bill Maher had the Bill Maher John Oliver edition too. Oh, John uh, Oliver is incredible. Uh, I think uh, both of them will be a big draw to it too. I, yes. I watched the I watched the hell out of both of them, and uh, that I mean, that's obviously telling of what kind of dirty hippie I am. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, they. Uh, I think that's it's all about draw. choice, man. Yeah, HBO's content is just on point compared to everybody else's. I There's, mean, I know everybody. They're all got playing catch up to HBO. I really, oh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I mean. and the thing is, uh, AMC, uh, FX, some of those guys actually stepped up their game and they mm-hmm. actually got to where. And it looks like a lot of them are trying to do that. You know, I mean, even like the streaming sites like Netflix and Amazon Prime, they're creating their own individual. Their content's gotten much better. Yeah. On did cable. you see uh, what is it? The Unbreakable. What's the name? Kimmy Schmidt that just came yeah. out on it. Yeah, I was Did just watching watch that today. It's so good. It's, it's made really by Tina Fey. If you're a fan of 30 Rock, yeah. you will really enjoy it's this really series. Funny. What I is just, it? I just it's, watched I think it's it for the first time Unbreakable Kimmy the, um, Schmidt or something? It's the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It's yeah. about, uh, is it on Amazon or Netflix? Netflix. Netflix. Okay. It's about these... John Hamm plays this crazy right-wing Christian nut guy <laughs> that's real goofy and half-ass likable, but he kidnapped these girls and kept them in a bunker because he thought the end of the world was coming and yes. it's a trial of, of that and you find they, they get out and then they're and the main one to... is awesome yes yeah, i can't think of her name i know she appeared at the end of, at the tail end of office and she's yes. great uh red-haired girl that is just one of the funniest females i've seen on anything recently yeah. well jay and mark duplass both have that new show togetherness on hbo and uh, they did a movie called... Is that the Brothers? Yeah, yeah man. Is, is that the animated show? No, that's one oh. from The League. They did The League on, on FX. Yes. And then they also... They've had a bunch of other movies. But um, it's got Amanda Pete, And it's got one of his friends that's like an actor. Been an actor in Hollywood. He's never done anything big. Mm-hmm. He's basically playing himself on this oh, show. Oh, really? Is that what it, that, yeah. that guy is? Really? Okay. Oh, he does a great such, job. Oh, it's such a good show. And it's only like eight episodes deep. And this is the first season. But HBO, everything they've been bringing out has been pretty solid. Do you feel like it has a... In regards to the nudity in the show, it has a girls type of nudity where it's just kind of like it's there. It's not. It's not over the top offensive by no. No, means. it's not. And it's it, just you like nudity that, shouldn't be offensive. Well, and like the you girls, see yourself naked every day if you clean yourself. Yeah, real. You you see girls and girls like you see the 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 anchor man's daughter getting her ass ate out, and it's like you don't even think about. It. You're like, ah, Marnie's getting her ass ate out, and yeah. that's it. And then, you know, like they they tried that even with like Sons of Anarchy. They had the the last season. They had this little section. It's FX, and it doesn't have any nudity, but it had. Everybody in the show, all these couples are having sex at the end of the thing, like the last two episodes. All right. And it shows like all of them are miserable. And then there's like one of them that are happy. And one of them is a gay prison rape. Oh, shit. In Sons of Anarchy. And so when you're watching this, you're just like, this is fucking disturbing. And they're playing this weird fucking cover music. And I it, felt like they, I did like a lot of Sons of Anarchy stuff, but I felt like they, they relied on that kind of stuff too much. Oh, they definitely, it was, I had an Oz feel to it. Oh, okay. they, they went for the, they, they went for that shock and awe and they went for like, you know, the some of it was good. Functional, you know, when it was a good part of the story, I felt like it, it was nice, but it, sometimes I felt like they were just putting heat on things to put heat on. Oh, it. like when Otto goes in and he cuts his own tongue out. Mm-hmm. You know, and everything like I that. Just, well, I haven't watched it all. Oh, I'm still I'm on oh, like, gets, season three. I haven't seen all of it. I just dude, know. it's been over for like six months. Now. I know. He I said, "Don't finish Dexter." What's the statute? What's the statute limitations? A year? Uh, it's at least a year. So you got a, oh. you got another <laughs> couple months there. He spoils my Facebook statuses, and he's gonna say something to me. I'm not. Josh was the the Facebook status. Oh, oh no, no, Vision. No. Yes, everybody knows fucking Vision. If you know Classic the Marvel, though? he's. Fucking, he's he's. Who didn't know what Vision was gonna be in the movie? Chris Glass, he and he's, no he's a big nerd. He's got like action figures and everything. Wait, and yeah. was that the gentleman that was who was who did we do the last show with? Oh, I that was bad. that was Elrock. Elrock, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, okay. You know, Elrock, Elrock, Elrock knew. 
Yeah, that's that's the. I Lots mean, of people well, didn't know. Okay, that's when I went and saw Captain America: The Winter Soldier, and people go oh, when Bucky was revealed, and I'm like, what? You didn't what? Know? That's <laughs> like when people are like watching Passion of the Christ. I'm like, man, this would be a great book. So like, yeah, well, bro, it's the Bible, homie. You're late. You're, you're, late, you're missing this boat. I don't get it, but yeah, uh, the, the, yeah, I, I felt the same thing. It's like I I knew everything that was going on, and people were like, oh man, I couldn't believe it was Bucky with the fake. Arms. I know it was. I was like, they were just, oh, I can't. It's Bucky. <laughs> I mean, I would have. I'd love to watch you play with Legos and see what you come up with. Because holy shit! <laughs> How do you not? Everybody knew as soon as it was announced. The Winter Soldier was like, oh, here comes Bucky. Yeah, you got to figure though. At least probably sixty to seventy percent of the people that go to watch that movie never read it. Never going to well, read a comic. True. That's why. Never, they, yes. That's why. That's one of the. I think the testaments of their products is because they've been able to hit so many people like that and introduce I, so many people to this yep. stuff. The guy who orders comics at the Grayscape made a comment to me one day when I was talking about the Rocket Walking Dead and Robert Kirkman and everything. He yeah. was like, you know, the sad thing is that hundreds of thousands of people, roughly a hundred thousand people, actually read that comic book every month as it comes out live, and then probably another quarter million read it in trade form or, or digital download or whatever right. after it comes out he goes but you have millions of people that watch yeah. it every single week when it comes on well lizzie's friend who is a uh, uh who is a doctor right uh carol carol she bought issue number one after watching the series yeah she, I, she I was willing to, to pay a thousand dollars i would like to i would like to talk to the guy at great escape to see what has happened uh, over the last, I'll get, say, six years, with the emergence of all these superhero movies, uh, and then the translation from comic to TV or comic to film, mm -hmm. to see how if they're because Great Escape has been thirty years. That's a local. That's yeah. the local Louisville yeah. comic book shop. End all, be all. Great Escape. I prefer Destination, but that's just me. Uh, well, well, I mean, I'm just saying, I guess more like local staple-wise. It's just for been sure. there for 30 years. The, all the downtown people. So they would have seen all of the fluctuations in who yes. comes in for what. And I would imagine that they probably got a little bit better business off all these good movies and TV Oh, shows. for sure. Like Robert, he's the guy that buys the comics there. And he told me, we had a long conversation. He was like, Batman by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. He said, I'm selling over 200 copies of that every single month when it comes out. The oh, new really? issues single off the off the wall. He goes, but Walking Dead, it's over 100 copies every month out my door. You know, he goes, and that's an image book. So that's why Image is getting that 11% of the market every single month. Yes. Because of books like that and Saga and so on. And the great thing about the great thing about Image is uh, it's all controlled by the creator. Oh yes, and so they're they allowed... just back the creators, right? Yeah, they don't control what the creator. No, does. they're like, hey, if you want to hey, kill you off your story. main character, go ahead. Yeah. You want to promote the other, get your your buddy's book in the back of this, no problem. We'll put the ads. in. Yeah, That's you know, cool. you, how much money do you want? How many pages do you want? How many pages? That's why do you they're want? successful right now. Yep. Oh, exactly. That's you why know, they're it's, successful. it's a great business model that yep. they're doing. And then then the creators can do whatever they want with their characters. And seventy percent of their trades, the first four to six issues that come out, are value priced at nine ninety nine. Really? Yes. So, like, if you hear about the buzz about a, comic, a book being good, you can get the first trade of it very way cheaper than buying the single issues. Oh, really? Way cheaper. They all come out for like nine ninety nine, and so by doing that, it's drawing in fans that normally would be like, "Oh man, I can't, you know, I, I can't pay for the monthly book. It's just too expensive." And then they run specials all the time on. Uh, I think Amazon bought out Comicology, but I get emails all the time. Com Comicology, this this is on sale for sixty cents today. Now, Hayes, what I would out. recommend you were talking about last week, uh, I think off air that you wanted to get back into reading comics. Mm -hmm. uh, what I recommend right now is this thing called Humble Bundle. It is a website, and like every is that one of the ones that mails it to you? Uh, no, no, this is uh, it'll be uh, it's an online. It's all digital. Yeah, so sweet. Uh, what you would do? I'm gonna go right now. Uh, 
I think right now they got Transformers up. Oh, you will buy something, and like a month later, they'll still be adding more titles to. Oh them. yeah, to what you bought. It's great. Uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like every month, Humble Bundle. They will grab like, and they'll work with a different uh, Transformers right now. Is the one they're working with? Uh, it's their second line of it. It's like Dynamite, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and it's what it is. Is is right now they're saying it's about one hundred and fifty five dollars worth of Transformer comics. You set the price. Yeah. So and then you can, you can set the money like the money goes to Hasbro Children's Fund, and you can send how much portion of the money that you're giving to it. Yeah. So some people like, and I'll roll down here. Uh, you know they're putting in one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Uh, some will be even like you know a thousand, ten thousand, because it's then they put it all towards donation. Yeah, and you get something, you know, for less than what you would typically pay for it anyway. That's pretty awesome. Yes. So it goes. It goes and helps. Check that out. You can also put in a little tip towards Humble Bundle and a little bit money towards the company because it. W- a way I look at it is I put most money in the charity, and then the other money goes into the company going, hey, keep doing this. Keep sending yeah, this. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll make sure and I give Humble, Humble Bundle a portion of mine every time. And there'll be either trades or there'll be single issues and everything else. And, like, every month they have something new. And, like, my catalog, you know, my catalog of just comics is You need to give me a good, a good pad gimmick so I can read them real well. Yes. I, I, rec- and, and I recommend at least 10 inches for that because 7 yeah. inches, I think, is too small and not the right dimensions for I want it to almost book. feel like well, a whole because thing. you want to feel like you're you know holding I mean? a comic yeah, yeah you want to that, I, I'm a I'm a I, it's hard for me to read digitally man you gotta I figure I couldn't do it right here I've been reading no, comics no, it's a, because you gotta you know enlarge mm-hmm. and everything else I've been four, four years old when I first picked up my first comic book and started reading it so I mean and I've read and sold and collected comics my entire life so it's hard for me like I don't even like gritty comic books because it's sealed and you never get to look at it again mm-hmm. you know so it's super hard when it comes to... Well, see, that's what I do when uh, you grab me comics from the Destination Comics is I just will go put it in a box somewhere and, and, read, the digital and I'll read the digital copy and I never have to touch it and, mm-hmm. and it just sits there you know, quietly all by itself. Well, speaking of another comic is coming to TV series, uh, it's coming to the PlayStation Network tomorrow, Powers. Which is uh, was, is that Image also or uh... Uh, it started out as Image, but then it moved to Marvel's um, Icon imprint when when some of the they gave the writers a little bit more freedom. Okay, like Mark Millar moved Kickass over there after okay. after it initially came out of Image, and then also Brown Michael Bendis he moved. Uh, Which once again, there. if you start with Image, you have the right to just move your. Yeah, to he moved else. it over to Icon because Marvel was like, uh, you're not going to, you know, you're writing six books a month for us. You're, <laughs> you have your creator on stuff over here. Here, we'll create the Icon image. But the bad thing about that is that there's not been terrible amount of, of stuff on there. Like some of Mark Millar's stuff's on there and some of Brian Michael Bendis's, but it's not really nowhere near the level of what Image does. You know, it's basically like Marvel saying here, we're going to take care of our top. Yeah, which is okay. Powers is written by Brian Michael Bendis, who is uh, one of the big Marvel comic writers right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, still yeah, big yeah. to this day. He's wrote a lot of the chart, a lot of the, the 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 stuff you're going to see in the movies. Yes, soon he wrote. Can you tell, like, if anybody hasn't read Powers, what it's about? Um, basically, it's about a detective who used to be a power. He used to have powers, and he has a partner, and they solve crimes that have to do with people that have superpowers. And he used to belong, actually, in, in – there's a whole big storyline. It almost goes back to like a Romulus and Remulus type of thing. Okay. And it's just really over-the-top, gory, over-the-top. Uh, imagine like NYPD Blue meets Super Friends. Right meets like girls because there's all kinds like the good the girl that's in this is real raunchy and ornery and she has a foul mouth but then like christian he was the that's what they call him in the comics i don't know what his name is going to be here but he christian had, walker yes he had all these powers in the back and now he's he has that sense of nobility he has that sense of right Great. just like superman just like you know those guys and that's what carries him through this and like 
He's also has a. Uh, it's not like the boys, but they put him in really grimy situations. Yeah, though. exactly. Oh yes. God, the boys. It's not like yeah. do I save these people or not? It's like oh yeah. yeah and the, but it's very tongue and cheeky, very very uh, very talking heads dialogue okay. wise. So I think it's gonna be good. When I saw the trailer on for this, they, Jason Patrick's originally was signed to do this for FX. And oh, okay. they actually made a pilot, and it didn't get done. It didn't get finished. And Man, so that's t- what I was wondering. I felt like I heard yeah, about that. Yeah, that was yeah, like 2011-ish. It didn't yeah. get done. So that's why re- this confused me. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, they redid this, and they're doing it for the PlayStation Network. I don't. I don't own a PlayStation, so I'll have to find a way. But I do want to see it. The trailer I saw. I people have a PlayStation were com- Network. I might check that out. Yeah, people were complaining because Dina Pilgrim, the, his partner on there. I think not Dina Pilgrim. Dina. I uh, Dina. Else. Yeah, Dina, Dina Pilgrim. Pilgrim yeah. Okay. Yes, she's a she's a short blonde headed girl on the in the comics, and they made her. Uh, a black woman on here. Well, so the, the people are complaining. Well, I know it's the same thing as the preacher, which I know you said is not happening, which is actually happening on AMC. I was going to yell at you because every independent <laughs> book you guys talked about going in, I was like, that shit's ten years old. Uh, Tulip. Now they've uh, years ago. They're, they're making her uh, black female. I know, and so people are outraged. But uh, no, I don't think there really are because I, I think a lot of the people that know preacher understand what the story is. So does it really matter if she's white trash or black trash? It's going to be Just, hard, man. Preacher's a little bit dated. It has a lot of those. Uh, the, the, well, they the can't white, do a lot of shit either. Oh, it's got a bunch <laughs> of white power references and all kinds. Of, oh no, that's if, oh, it's it's about race. No, no. It's, it's about Christianity. Yes. Oh, yes. it's not dated. What happened is, is uh, that's relevant, in man. This, in the story of preacher, hopefully, it's it's an introspective. It's the voice a of God. Demon and an angel have sex, and they create this thing called Genesis, and heaven has kept it, and God decides to. He's like, fuck this. If demons and angels can have babies, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So he just leaves. Leaves heaven. Just pretty much just going to mock. Genesis breaks out and inhabits this guy who's a former preacher. And his life has been fucked up before all this happens anyway. Yeah. And he gets the word of God. So whatever he tells somebody, if he goes, go fuck yourself, the guy will rip off his dick and start fucking himself with it. Ah. Yeah. So he has that kind of power. Yes. It's Garth Enos. So yes. Garth <laughs> Enos is known for gritty, gory. Yeah. That sounds like some Christians need to watch that. Oh, they're so going to be very offended. So they by this. understand what's happening to Seth. Seth Rogen is producing this. Oh no! Now, yeah, I don't want anybody to think I have a problem with like some of those like the Christian values and like the original intent, but it's what it's turned into that I have an issue with it. You, you're exactly in your exactly. view. You, you want people to step price. out of the box that they're in and yeah, look at what... read the story. Like read the story of Jesus the same way you read the story of Captain America and Frodo going to Mordor and Superman and well, I mean, definitely Superman is the same thing. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's all the same stuff. It's just little anecdotes and uh, allegories and translations of just campfire stories. Don't is. be a dick. That's what the whole point of all of it is. Anyways, that's all it is. Instead of they're just now and people just get so their head they literally like it's like they do they bend themselves in half and sit on their head until they get their head so well, they, far up their ass to 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 stay a little bit on the Bible. It's like how do you go from the New Testament, which is all about forgiving and understanding yeah. and being part of the the low the <laughs> prostitutes, and then they go back to the Old Testament like, well, you can't do this. You're not supposed to do this. Well, oh, you're gay. Like, well, we're just one is telling the other one that oh, you, you don't love work. That looks like you. I'm just stoning you. Yes, <laughs> I'll just stone you. I'll just stone you. It's like ridiculous. Jesus I, I would love to see a show like that. Then I would love to see a show like that because oh, that it, makes them see. It, it. It w- I don't know how much the, they're going to push the envelope. With it would it, make but, them see the absurdity of it. I try not to to be judgmental on anyone for what they believe in. Who am I to tell anybody else what they believe?
believe Except in. the you way can, they wrestle. Well, then, hey, you know what? If <laughs> That's I, when you're crossing the line. <laughs> if I pay my money, <laughs> you mother. If I pay my money, I should be able to say whether or not I liked your match without somebody cussing me out and calling me a stupid fat mark. But <laughs> I just think that <laughs> I just think that it's a it's 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 a personal choice. If you you choose to to believe, that's fine, and it doesn't cost you anything. Just don't you know? be an asshole about it. Exactly. Yeah. And. I have a problem with organized church and the money that's involved yeah. there. That's and, that's what I'm saying. And it's so frustrating. The business it's become. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. It makes you want to clench my fist when I see yeah. I see the people blindly like uh, getting taken advantage of, especially yeah. elderly people in their, oh, in their yeah. years where, you know, people there's there's tales of a church milking you used to be able to uh, pay your people. way into heaven in the Catholic Church. It was called the indulgences. Oh, really? I you didn't could know pay that. literally if you were a messed up individual back in the day. And you were out raping people, killing people, uh, doing whatever. You could literally say, oh, "My bad, I'll pay you this much money so I can get into heaven." That's the kind. That's as I, soon as I, I, I don't. I'm not surprised. As soon as I that. read it, that's when I knew it was big rib. The Jesus guy I hear about sounds awesome. <laughs> he sounds great. Um, it's just these dickheads that don't really get what he was talking about. No. AMC's Walking Dead prequel lands a two season order. First season is going to be once again six episodes. Walking Dead. Oh God, <laughs> Doc. Um, I know your favorite character in The Walking Dead is, is not, definitely not Daryl Dixon. Not Daryl Dixon. But I was at Target today and I saw Daryl oh, Dixon man. with the crossbow. And Looks I know great. you like these pop vinyls, and he likes the really vinyl. cool, man. This is a good. Um, one. This is a really good you don't one, like Daryl. It's, it's kind of like this. Is, this one's a little bit harder to find, too. And uh, eventually, Darryl. this will probably be worth a little He's bit. He's my boy. But um. I don't care that he wasn't on the in the comics, and I've read all the issues, and I think he's a good character. I think that he adds something, this especially. Isn't this isn't paper; it's TV. Exactly, it's a totally <laughs> different it has medium. To translate but I understand. I understand his point though, because I get the same way about other things too. Yeah. So I get it, but you know, when I saw this, I was like, "Yeah, there you go, Doc." I mean, the reason I don't like Daryl is the fangirl response to Daryl. Oh, don't let that. Don't let <laughs> this that. Is season five. Like this you. is season five right now, going on, right? I know. I swear to God, Negan. Because if it wasn't Daryl, it would have been Rick. No, I like Rick. Well, I'm like, just saying. But oh, well, yeah, you're right. But, yeah, but the Rick on TV still ain't got dick on the Rick in the comics. He ain't got dick. No, he ain't come no. out yet. When I, when I want to see, you see little bits and pieces, but I still want to see the Rick that stands Isn't Rick up. handless in the comics? Yes. Yeah. At one point, yeah. yeah. So I did, I did appreciate when uh, old boys were about to, to turn over Carl. And oh, Rick yeah. just turned it on and That's bit that dude's neck out. And he's like that off. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. See the latest designs from your favorite brands, including Brizo, at your local Ferguson showroom. Do the yeah. comics. I, from I issue love that, one, Rick. that's the Rick that I we love. love that. The that last episode, love. I hate that you didn't see it, because the last yeah. episode was so good. 
so good. Yeah, I've seen everything up until the one that aired last night. But you know, when you got kids, sometimes you got to make that choice. Well, I mean, and the the the, ish, the the episode is pretty much just setting up like how the comic is where. Where where they're where they're pretty much she saying was, was awesome. you guys are not ready for what's out there, and that's yeah. ultimately why in the comics Negan starts taking over. Well, you know, if the, uh, Negan saw some Easter eggs for that, <laughs> did they? Hint, some little hints here and there that people oh, picked up on. Glenn holding the bat. Well, Glenn holding the bat was a way off. I guess there's a poster. There's uh in one of the, in the Negan territory in the comics. Correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the symbolic things of his area of his little camp or community are the smokestacks. Something like that. Yeah, oh, and then yeah. like, and then like the, the and they're like in an industrial of, area. It's, it's in one of the in the background of one of the images of Rick as a promo poster for the, the, the oh, this really? season. Okay. In the background, you see these two smokestacks. What's up with the letters? What letter? Oh, the the, the, w. the W's. Some are thinking it's the Whispers, which are the uh, people that are wearing zombie. But why would they put the W's on other? Why zombies, would they you know? do that so quick, man? That's that's the storyline right now in the yeah, comics. Right it just now. came out, so why would that? But at the same time, they shot Carl in season one, and he doesn't have the hole in his face. You know what I'm saying? In the comics, he has a big hole in the oh, side yeah. of his head from getting shot. Sorry for but I know, but still, that's Plus, why I didn't want. Well, they also that's it, hand, and yeah. I, I'm, you know, so he's that little dude it. that plays Carl's a good looking kid and can act pretty well. So they didn't want to mess that up for you know what I mean. They wanted little girls to see him, and, and he's finally getting late in the comics. Go Carl! <laughs> it's about goddamn time. He's Dude, been I, through I, a zombie apocalypse and didn't get no poonanny at all. And then finally, in the comics, they're finally going to give that guy some. Well, snatch. because it's about uh, time. what's her name hadn't really grown up with him yet either. I know, but he's supposed to be like 16, Sophia. 17. I'm surprised he ain't already been. As soon as they went to the hilltop, he should have been all. Uh, my daddy's Rick Grimes. Come here. You know what I'm saying? He should have been all over some I don't think guys. he can be close to anybody. Is he as squared away in the comics as Rick is? Oh, no, is no, no. He no. He's a fucking hot mess. Just like he is on the in the show. He's okay. a... He's a um, the show, the the, it, I can't blame him. I can't blame him. His but. whole ordeal with Negan in the comics is fantastic. Oh, he's him. A, and, he goes badass. With him and Negan have a thing, have a little thing where basically Negan's kind of like mentoring yeah, him a little bit and him. showing he him some him. shit. And he's like, you know, your daddy's a good man, but he's got this fucked up. You take what you want. This is if you. This is a different society. You have to. You know, so it's another shows, test for. It's another test for for a Carl. Like, oh, uh, and he is the Shane the Shane Carl dynamic in the comics that was in the show. No, Shane lived longer on the show than he did in the comics. Oh, okay. yeah, in yeah. the comics, he's gone by the first in the first. I did like, novel. Yeah. I, I did like that that dynamic, uh, which is also because it was yeah, it was a nice that comic. Test for, uh, and I think and they took it away some of the stuff like uh, when Shane came back from the dead, and they're like, oh no. Well, in the comic, they uh, they find out about uh, that they come back when they're at the prison, and this uh, Tyrese's daughter in her boyfriend decide they're going to commit suicide mm -hmm. and she's the only one that pulls the trigger. And when she comes alive, they're like, Oh shit, we, we, you know, they didn't get bit. What happened? And then, uh, Rick decides where he buried Shane. He went back to go check where he's at and to kill him off again. Mm. And he's like, fuck you asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He is a dick. <laughs> but this is Kirkman doing the, uh, is yeah, he still involved in this? Yes, it he might will, be good then. That yeah. guy is, he's, he's, he's on the vibe right now. He's feeling it. Oh yeah, he's a, he's he's executive producer of his new Outcast TV show too, and that's about demon possession. He's going a totally different way. Yeah, that's the comic with the Image Comics, and um, it's really good. And the thing about that is, it's only like five or six. It's maybe issue six or seven, so you can go grab the first trade for like nine nine nine, and boom, you're caught up and yeah. you'll be ready to rock. And number one. I mean, What's it's that not called? much. Uh, Outcast. Outcast. I, I just oh, yeah, the car. Me. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, sweet. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, number <laughs> one is probably, the only thing is, That's the awesome. art's a little bit... It's different. It's a new, it's kind of like... Some people had a hard time getting in The Walking Dead because it was black and white. 
Oh, uh, me, I didn't read it. I wouldn't read it. I refused. See? My buddy told me for two years, he's like, The Walking Dead is like, so good. Um, uh, George yeah. Romero? Yes. Like, God made color. Fuck yeah. you. I said, There's no. I don't, That's one of my I favorite don't... things about the George Romero's uh, Night of Living Dead is that it's black and white. There's yeah. just something creepy about that. I just didn't want to read a black and white comic, man. I'm just a prick like that. The drama's you, gonna... you want to see the, the prettiness of it? Oh, the yeah. drama will premiere on AMC in the late summer with season two set for 2016. Uh, Kirkman, who's going to be behind it. Also, uh, the pilot was co-written by David Erickson, who does Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. They're going to be producing it also along with uh, Gail Anher, who's... Uh Exactly. Is it running yeah. parallel to the, the story that we're seeing now? It is in prequel. Oh, it's a prequel. Yeah, it's I think on beginning, the beginning of the zombie infestation, it, but just in a different part of the country. Yes, okay. I think over in the West, West Coast, Coast. Right? Yeah, yeah okay. That's the Sweet. talks. That's good. That's awesome. All right. Well, rumors of a new Robin in the DC universe. We will talk about this when we return on the Fracking Nerds. From New Japan to WWE, Back Row Hecklers is a comprehensive show that brings you news from the squared circle. Interviews each show will feature new up-and-comers as well as legends of the business. There will also be tell-all stories from the road as well as current news from WWE to the indie feds and everything in between. So it doesn't matter if you're a smart or a curtain jerker, join us at Spreaker.com or subscribe to Back Row Hecklers on iTunes. You can run out of air, miss a ledge that isn't there. You think that you're a player too, go into town and abuse cuckoos. Dumb ways to die, so many dumb ways to die. Dumb ways to die, so many dumb ways to die. Running into some grass. Your team One of the coolest artists that I like, Scotty Young, who's hugely popular with the Barrett covers. Oh, his name on a book Die means money. Uh, he came into big time when he did the Barrett cover of the Avengers versus X-Men. And then from there, he uh, he's done his own little X-Men, baby X-Men thing. And uh, pretty much every Marvel comic has one of his... Uh, Variant covers. Uh, you gave me uh, what the the new Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. team up, yeah. Yep. And oh, then yeah. the Spider Gwen, she had one. It just depends on big stuff. I mean, I yeah. That. yeah. But like he did the Spawn. He did this one. Oh spawn yeah, that you got me the two fifty. Yes. Yeah, and so I mean, he's one of those guys. It's he has a very distinctive style. And like um, my buddy at, at Galaxy Heroes, he told me he's like, I got five guys online that every Scotty Young cover they hit oh, me really? up, and they're like, hey, you know, do you have those this month? And did you get this one? He goes, and the good thing about it is it's not really. Uh, I don't think it's like a super hard ratio. It isn't like one to ten or one to twenty five. Okay, they just have to order. Far enough in advance that they can get a oh, certain see, amount okay. of the Scotty Young covers. They just are more rare than the regular covers, which I, 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 it's like when it comes to like the one in fifties and one in the hundreds and things like that. Because I watched it kill comics in the nineties, yes. very very bad. I I lived through it, you know. And being one of the guys that used to have to have that best variant, if there was a sketch cover, I was gonna get mm-hmm. it. I used to be that guy, and I, I can't be that guy anymore now. So uh, when I see like variants. They'll be really shitty fucking black and white sketch variants. I'm like, it's a one in a hundred. People are jumping through the hoops on eBay to buy it. I'm like, it's not the best cover. 
No. In my opinion, it's not the best cover. If you're gonna, if it's gonna be that that cover, at least back in the day, the best cover was the one. That or was when the they released like one. fifty covers. Oh yeah, like the Walking Dead one hundred. Yeah. When Walking Dead one hundred debuted, I want to say there was nine regular covers besides the store variants. Yes, that's yeah. not very uh, for bringing in new customers. That's just kind of stupid. Yeah, it's well, very confusing. Well, the thing is, a lot co- of our we associate imagery with it. That that that, that cover. Which yes. one am I looking for? Well, that's yes. not the one I heard it. It is. I the, don't know what the, the fuck I'm looking at. The good thing is, for the most part, Walking Dead doesn't have a whole bunch no, of variant covers. So when they do that, it's cool for other artists to get a chance to to del- you know delve into that a little bit. Like um, uh, Todd McFarlane actually did a cover to the 100. And yes, I, I bought that one <laughs> just because you know you don't get to see Todd McFarlane draw the Walking Dead characters very often. Yeah, and I always like yeah, that's pretty cool. So if you look at it that way, then I guess it's not so bad. All right. Well, he's going to be working on the giant size Little Marvel Avengers versus X-Men. It's going to be coming out in, uh, I think, about a month or so to follow up with the Secret War spinoffs that is happening with uh, all the major titles. That's going to be... Uh, has that started yet? Not that I know of. Okay. I know that uh, the last one that wrapped up was Avengers X-Men Axis that wrapped up, and that was with the Red Skull and Nemesis basically binding together. Rick Remeter wrote that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he's good. He's, he, uh, he picked up Captain America after Brubaker left. And he did a pretty good job with it. Uh, Cap went Big to shoes the, to fill. Big <laughs> shoes to fill. Yeah. He, Cap went to the negative zone, and now, like, Falcon's the Cap now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of different stuff going on. Uh, Steve Rogers became to where he's, uh, he's, he's aging now. The he secret. lost the serum. Yeah. So he aged rapidly to where he should be. Yeah. Or where I guess, well, not should be now. But That's, it's very odd to see him. You he's know, feeble. He still has that mentality. But he's still Steve. Yeah. <laughs> the, him and Deadpool's little thing was really cool. They had a Captain America oh, Deadpool really? okay. crossover and a couple that. issues. And I, I'm not a huge fan of the, I bet Steve and Deadpool get along. I bet it Steve was cool. and Wade get yeah. along really well. <laughs> they were trying to figure out what was going to happen. Well, I'll check that out. I'm they had some that. Logan DNA. Logan had left some DNA somewhere when Wolverine died. And oh, so really? Okay. They're both like... It was, Captain America's like, we need to find this, and I need to have this because no one else can have this. Yeah. You know, and Deadpool's like, well, I kind of want it too. You know, I, I, kinda, <laughs> I want it because eventually I may end up needing this, you know. And so there was a big argument, but they ended up working together for a common cause, and it was pretty cool. The art was really, really hyperkinetic in that, though. Oh, okay. And uh, the the guy you said he was picking up, uh, uh, Remeter. Remeter, he's doing the, uh, what, the, the Assassin's Class thing or whatever it was called. Is that what he's working on? I think so. Okay. Yes. What's it called, though? Uh, Axis? No, 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 no. The, the, was it the Image or IDW series where it's about the uh, school where they're teaching the assassins? Oh, Deadly Class. Yeah. They, deadly Class. He does Deadly yeah. Class. He, does, he also does Black Science. Oh, okay. He does Black Science? Okay. Yes. Those which, are both remedies. Which, if you haven't read Black Science, it's like a darker version of Sliders, if you like Sliders. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's time travel. I mean, can you really go? I haven't, very rarely do I watch a movie. It's not time that. travel. It's your altered dimension kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's still kind of time travelish. I don't know. It's like a what if, like okay, what well, if comics. Yeah. You know? But they're not going back in time unless they're they go to another dimension that is either advanced in their time or back in their time. Don't talk to me because then we're talking about the girl who had a baby from uh, <laughs> the same person that predestination. Good movie. Out. Watch it. All right. Uh, USA Today announced details on the upcoming We Are Robin series, part of the June's DC mini relaunch. Uh, the thing is, is Robin is going to be Duke Thomas, an African-American kid who played an important role recently in the main Batman series as he's indoctrined into the new Robin movement, protect and serve Gotham. That has to be at the end of Endgame because Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's epic 
epic run on Endgame is coming to an end. It's around issue 40. There's about, about 40 issues of the new Batman, New 52. Right. Number one of that, Batman runs for close to between $80 and $100 right now on eBay. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's only 40 issues deep. It's it's crazy. And it's been so solid. It's the number one selling comic in America. And I've been buying the hardcovers because okay. I can't. If I read it every month, I would go nuts waiting. <laughs> and Greg Capullo wrote Spawn for many years. Yes, so as soon as you see his art, you realize it's very Todd McFarlane-ish. Yes. And it's on point with Batman. He's created a lot of different nuances. They did the Court of Owls, and they did the Joker death in the family. Mm-hmm. And then they went back and did Zero Year, where Batman had like some purple fucking kitchen gloves, and people were pissed. <laughs> but it was still a good story, you know? And then now they're doing another Joker story. It's called Endgame. And I think Duke Thomas is introduced at the end of this. I haven't got to read it yet, so it's kind of good for me because I know what's coming. I know Thomas has been seen in Batman Zero Year and uh, Future's End. Yes. I'm surprised it took him this long, to be yeah. honest with you. Now, I have a question for you. Uh, what other because we already have Miles as Spider Man, and I guess Captain America in regards to uh, Wilson, Wilson taking over. Yeah. What other characters have they? There's been a Black Switched. Superman. Oh yeah, Jason St- uh, uh, Steel. Well, Steel, but I think there was another one in the multiverse. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so I wonder what other major characters have had a. I, it seems like DC's slowly getting on. Where Marvel, Marvel had a well, Muslim. John Stewart. As I mean, Marvel. Green Lantern. Well, John yeah, you're right. For a long time in the, in yep. the DC universe, yep. and the the TV show, even he was the main Green Lantern. Oh yep. yes, yep, he was. So I mean, I, I, to me, I don't even. It's bad because I don't even care. I don't look at it that way. I don't look oh, at exactly. like he's black or white. It doesn't matter to me either way. I don't care if he's Russian. It doesn't matter to me. I, I, I think I'm just personally. I'm just surprised that uh, there hasn't been a. a, a the girl, I, I knew they, they did the girl. There's been two girls, I think. Car- mm-hmm. Well, um, Carrie Kelly. Carrie yeah. Kelly. And the, the other new one that just. Stephanie Brown? Yeah, her. her. And now I haven't even, I, I'm still at zero years, so I haven't got to the part where she's in there yet. So okay. that's like two Robins they banked off really quick. Oh, wow. There's just so many Robins, I figured they would have done it by now, but I think it's cool they're doing it. That's that's cool. That's same. It's the same mentality with Miles. You know what I mean. Some kid might pick it up and see. As that long as it's different, I want Robin it to that be, looks like him. I want it to be different though, because each one of these Robins, from Jason Todd to Tim Drake to Carrie Kelly, they've all been different in you yeah. know, different versions. Right. And even even with Damian Wayne, it was his son, and it was a totally different thing when they killed him off. But the thing is, Robins don't have a big shelf life, man. Oh, yeah. In the '80s, we voted to kill Jason Todd, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then Judd Weenick brought him back. And when Judd Weenick brought him back, he brought him back with a little bit of style and flair, and you know, made him the the uh, Red Hood first, and that whole storyline was cool. They, they when there a, one of the DC animated movies was about that, right? About what? Which, Red Hood. Yo, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, all yeah. about that yeah. was all about it's Jason great one. Todd. It's a great one, yes. it's a great one. That's, that's a really good one. Yes. So I'm thinking that that if they do it right, then it should be fine. I, it sounds like they have been so far, and I, I think I, it um, could turn into a could put Bruce in some interesting situations because of the race thing and storytelling because. What if he comes across a racist DC villain, or, right. he's a, bit, or a you know what I mean, or someone you know, or that, or or uh, Duke has to go through something in his alternate real world setting where he's not Robin, where something happens that him and Bruce have to deal with as a older white man taking in oh, under yes. his wing a young black man. Yeah, well, not um, just that. I want to see the struggle because you know I want to see all of it. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna it. play him as an inner city kid. Probably, hopefully, it'd be cool if they didn't, but they might. And if they do, I want to see the struggle because he's a billionaire. So let's see how the billionaire does with a kid who may or may not have to do certain and he's things. He's probably a kid that lives with a single parent. So how do you explain oh, him leaving? Terrible. 
You're just no, assuming. no, no. I just, <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, why wouldn't he? If he went a single parent, yes. Why would, why would Bruce be like, hey, I like your co- child. Can he come hang out with me? Yeah. Or, it's not or, Michael Jackson here. Or I mean, maybe it's something as crazy as. I mean, I don't. I, this is stereotyping, but if he's from, say, he's from a bad part of the neighborhood, say, yes. his parent was parent, the parent or parents were involved in either gangs or drugs. Instead of the death of like the uh, the Grayson family, yeah. mm-hmm. it's now you see something real world happen. Maybe. Mm-hmm. His parents got killed by a cop. Right. Yep. Maybe his son, you know what I mean? Yep. Something they could really touch on something. So cool. how does he deal with authority? How does he exactly? Yeah. How does he deal with Bruce as Robin? You know what I mean? What? Why would he even allow? Why would he even understand what this white guy is telling him? Because it may have been a white cop that killed his parents. Or right. Something. I hope that it's going to be uh, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. I've heard the rumors that they're moving on and that James Tien in the fourth is going to take over. Okay. Uh, that's just a rumor. It hasn't been in concrete thing. And James Tien in the fourth is really good. But he has a lot of times he likes to bring um, his own stuff out into comics, like say his personal beliefs. He has, okay uh, and things, yeah. which is fine by me. I understand, you know. But kind uh, of takes over. Well, yeah, it's, it's obvious. It, yeah, it's obvious that he's certain things. But he writes the woods, and the woods is fantastic. It's oh, yeah, it's about boom. Good. Yeah, it's about boom, and it's it's good. So I, I, as long as they have a good artist, it's just rough, man. You when you go from having a hot creative team, how can you take those guys off there when you in 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 hope to be successful. Have I mean, they explained in the woods why they're being transferred to this? Supposedly the one guy so far. I've only been through the first one trade. One guy's connected, but they said that, uh, oh, your first trade? Yeah. I well, the one guy gets connected in the world, and apparently this has happened before. Okay. So, yeah. And they got to stop him before, I think. The first issue of the happens. woods, if you read the first issue of woods and you don't like it, and you're like, oh, man, this is badass, then you won't like any of it. Because, like, page five, I was like, oh, I'm fucking in. Yeah. I'm in. It's about if you don't know what it is, Hayes, and, and anyone listening, no, I don't. it is about a uh, a school just a school. gets transferred to this other planet, and everybody that was in it gets transferred to it. And there's these creatures outside, and you got the whole like the the teachers that are still there trying to figure out what to do, but nobody knows what to do now. The students are so now the school is an isolated community on an alien. Yes, planet. and so yes. they're trying to decide what do they do? Do they they go out to this planet and figure out what's going on. How do we get off? Can we even live here? How do we get back to the world? And now you have you know students breaking up into groups. You've got the football kind of players kind of taking yeah. over and it's a taking the power of control. Type yes, thing. Yep. yes. And you got the, the the football coach. Of course, he's the asshole. That's yeah. he's trying to manipulate the guidance counselor and like these. Creatures are swooping into the window and killing killing kids. Yes. And so the one girl, she's a survivalist. And she's like, we're getting the fuck out of her now. And she gets a crew together. Yep. And then, like, it's just, there's all kinds of different twists and turns. The art is, um, it's a little bit kind of cartoony. So when you, you know, you, you got to adjust for that. Because the first issue, I was like, ah, man. Some, but it kind of fits with the aliens, the landscape. Like, one of the big aliens look like a four-eyed green yeah. green grizzly bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as you're reading it, it kind of made sense. You're watching it, and you're like, oh, man, this is cool. Mm-hmm. I could see it being made an excellent, like, um, uh, television show. For, It'd have to like, be a series. For a series for, like, Netflix or yeah. Amazon Prime. I could definitely see that down the road. I think it's what we're going to see with most of these things. I think we're really just going to see... Like what they do, what Marvel's doing with Daredevil. I could see D- yes. DC end up catching up and getting off CW. Yeah, but, but DC's not going to make their CW shows interconnected like Marvel. Like yeah, well, Netflix, uh, I would like to see DC connected. catch up on that field because if D- if DC put the creative minds and the work and everything they put into these animated movies and they put and they really really hashed out and had really no rent, no constraints, no CW constraints mm-hmm. on what they're producing and what they're creating, and they threw out. Uh, uh, 
imagine what Gotham would be on Netflix, or imagine what like Flash or Arrow may be on Netflix without having to. Oh, as to much these. as I love them, it would be so much better. Yeah, yeah you know, it's because it, it, they wouldn't have those. Uh, well, Netflix the, probably just lets them go. But CW is owned by WB. There's no reason why. But it's CW still. I, well, they're play, they're playing it like typical CW shows. Exactly. Where so much melodrama. It's One Tree Hill. God, with, yes. Uh, with Green Arrow running around. Yeah. It's, that's what like, Smallville was. Like, season two was really good, but season one was just like, oh, quit whining. <laughs> I, I couldn't make it through season <laughs> that one. Was, I, got half right I don't through. know. I haven't seen any more of it. I'm, I was basically just waiting for me to watch all of it at once. But um, yeah. uh, The Flash Show. Yes. I felt like that was their first swing at something a little bit different. Oh, I love it. I felt like I the, Fla- the boys. he was just a bit... I don't know. It just had a bit different vibe. And it, well, I it think they learned like from they Arrow and go, we don't have to have so much I melodrama. I see so many blue steel faces. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> man, chill out. Uh, people get so mad. Yeah, it's a, you you variate any deviate any from the script, boy, and they are the, the comic book fans will fucking oh, light no, you yeah. up, boy. Well, this is okay. What I don't understand about that is. Okay. Should we be happy that we're getting the product made? Yes. I mean, it's, but the thing is, there's abundance of it out there now. But it's, Well, 30 years ago, we would have never had these shows. It, no. Yes. And it, if this were to just be another run in the comics, yeah. if they translate it and they redid the, like they do Reset the Universe, New 52, whatever, all the stuff that they've done, and, and uh, like the Civil War was so outrageous, mm-hmm. you know, it basically pitted people we never would have thought fighting each other against each other. Um, if uh, that stuff was a change in the game... Why is it so hard to accept it when it's in a diff- just in a different medium? Oh, I don't know. You know, they just they've run through different writers. Wolverine's changed so much in comics. Batman has changed so much in comics. The stories, the origins, all the things they have multiverses in the comics. Why the fuck is it so hard to accept? Well, that's there's, right. a, there's there's a dude that works at one of the comic stores right here, and he looked at me. He's like, "You still watching Gotham?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Not me." And I was like, "Oh man, what? what Gotham's good. I like it." He's like, "Soon as they introduced Harvey Dent." And Bruce Wayne's 10 years old? I don't think so. They go to school together in the comics. That's the way it was written down. Harvey Dent and Bruce Wayne are college roommates. Well, somebody who, he's was, like fired up, like intensely in his eyes. I was reading an article. Like, they said, put it back uh, in your pants, buddy. What they should do on Gotham is kill off one of these bad guys that is a, as a setup. Like, w- that would be a... I would imagine that that's what's going to happen to uh, Fish. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, because she's credited. Done. She's Data's dude. She's really killed it. Oh, yeah. I was she's worried about her. She's only doing one season though. Yeah, I was worried about her, and she's doing awesome. But I tell you what, anybody that wants to, they could step up if they want to. But the the the, the penguins, the star of the show. Well, yeah. Yeah, well that dude's just awesome. Yep. Yeah, he's absolutely he's slaying. He's a talented and guy. I, I even like the guy playing Jim Gordon. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. He's he's got to play that vanilla kind of waferish kind of character. But he has his little moments of where he dips into the. Jim's a bit of a goof. Yeah, he's yeah. a bit of a goof at first. He's but he's fighting the dark side that he knows. He gets chicks though too, man. Come on, that was man. The, um, <laughs> do they play? Do, I, I, that was another one. I'm gonna have to. I mean, I I love all that stuff, but I usually just catch up later when I can watch all the way. Just blast. There's through only it, three right? left, and then you'll be able to catch yeah, up. You um, love it, man. I, I, I like a, the story. I, what was it called? Uh, it may have been Batman Year One, the animated movie when they really touch on uh, Jim's first time, yes, first yes. period Dealing of time with the, the police department. That shit was more of a Jim Gordon story. Yeah. Oh, that was well, a Jim Gordon movie. Yeah. With Batman thrown in there, yeah, which, yeah. which it, perfectly because I really like that that side of Jim Gordon. Um, do they touch on that? Is he kind of adulterous in the in the show? Has he met his no, wife? No, he's well. He's, he's still single. He's dating yes. Barbara. Yeah. Barbara's annoying as hell in this series. Oh, so uh, he. So oh, okay. No, okay. that's not his wife though. That's but he names his daughter Barbara Gordon. Yeah, but that's his. That's that's, that's that, that model chick. No, that's like an ex girlfriend. This chick that he's just now meeting from the hospital. That's the one he's going to be. Oh, really? Of his okay. Kids. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
yeah. It's I like the way that he's playing. Uh, he's a real man. Ed, yes, and Ed he's Brub- made real mistakes, but he's still a, yeah. a a really good guy. Ed Brubaker wrote Gotham Central, I think it was, okay. and it yeah. was a book all about Jim Gordon and the Gotham Police Department. It was kind of like the show. Oh, it's exactly like yeah. the show, and people slept on that shit, man. And you could like yeah. get it in the quarter bins and stuff. But man, it's, it's Brubaker. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it yeah. was fantastic. And after he he's so left, low key, he's so uh, low key. Greg Rucka took over and picked up after he did. And Greg Rucka's fantastic too. If you don't know who that guy is, he's really good at the at the dime storage shoot detective really? type stuff. Yeah, I like that. All right. Well, you guys just rolled on it, so what I'll do is I'll uh, we'll just go ahead and start to wrap up the show. Oh, you yeah. guys did, did very well today. Thanks for coming in on a Monday. Oh, no problem, filling. I, I appreciate that. Uh, I know like for the next couple months, our schedule is going to be weird, and we're going to be filling in seats there and there. So, yeah, uh, but Hayes, uh, Hayes is uh, definitely he's setting himself apart from the rest of the guys, so thank you for coming out. I appreciate it, man. It's my we'll, pleasure. We'll have you it. back anytime you want to be back. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What uh, what we learned today, Brian? What'd you learn? I learned that I need to pick up that next Batman trade because I want to read about the new Robin. Okay. It isn't hit yet, but when it hits, I'm going to go ahead and have that shit pre-ordered on Amazon. Mike? Yeah, that, that was one thing that I got really interested in. Um, as The more we talked about it, as picking up that Batman trade and catching up, I, w- I would like to see that transition and what happens. Uh, I just always like us. It's funny to talk about all these nerd things and get these affirmations about humanity and who we should be as people through something as goofy as comics. I love it. That's why I love this stuff. And it's always nice to talk about it and get that reminder. Yeah, I agree with that. And I learned that uh, Brian wanted to troll me with my Daryl Dixon. Uh, <laughs> I did troll now. you. That was a success. <laughs> Except I kind of got word when I hear you guys talking about Daryl, and you go, "You really, you're gonna really hate this." And then as soon as I hear you talking to Daryl to Lizzie, I was I like, "Bold, yeah." I was like, oh, <laughs> "I know he got me a Daryl Dixon one." So at least you didn't go and spend the money on the motorcycle one. So that's good. You just got the little one. All right, for Mike Hayes, Big Brian V. This is Doc Martin saying, "Have a fracking good week."